This is Off the Edge Podcast with Matt, Zach, and occasionally Q. I'm Zachary Lyon. Thank you for joining us. This is Episode 8, Five Finger White Claw with Flosion. Guys, this was a super fun podcast for us to do. We are cracking up the whole way through it. I really hope that you find it as enjoyable as, as we did recording this. Um, it's basically some really good friends of ours, a band named Flosion. We have a returning guest on this podcast in Zach Lum, who was also with uh, Tracy and the Time Travelers. Actually, all these guys play in that band as well. But um, Flosion is its own unique thing. Uh, it, inc- it consists of Zach on drums. It has uh, Jared Chastain on guitar and our good friend Alex Moore on bass and sometimes vocals even. Um, These guys are amazing musicians. Uh, They are hilarious, just super good people, and we love them to death. And I think you'll uh, see that or hear that uh, as this podcast goes on. Directly following our conversation, we've added a live recording of Flosion for your listening enjoyment. Now, the recording is pretty raw, but you will definitely see that these guys are tight musicians. Their technicality and musicianship definitely shines through, so stay tuned for that gem. We started something new last episode, that's episode 7 with Steve Penrod, and we're going to continue with that going forward. We're going to give you uh, just a little bit of advertisement now, and then you can listen to the entire conversation uninterrupted. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Five Finger White Claw with Flosion, right after a few words about our returning sponsor, Anchor. All right, this is Off the Edge podcast with uh, Matt and Zach. Occasionally Q, he's not here, so that's why it's occasionally. This is episode eight. We are joined by Zach Lum. Hi. For the second time. Yes. Yeah. Am yes. I the first repeat? You're the first repeat, yeah. Dude, I'm like, like Tom Papa on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> like every other <laughs> one's Tom you need Papa. To, yeah. You need to bring us bread. Yes. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Alex Moore. Hey, how's everyone doing? His first time. Jared Chastain. Hello, everybody. Also an off the edge virgin, Alex. I like that uh, <laughs> that Barry White voice that you got going on there too. Thank you, um, dude. It gets better than that. I'm froze up. I don't know. What... <laughs> so to those out there uninitiated, these guys uh, are the band Flosion. They are the podcast, video, vlog, whatever, TV stars of Strange Days podcast. And uh, also, uh, Tracy and the Time Travelers. They're the Time Travelers. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, That's right. And, uh, you know, basic renaissance men of our time. Sounds like we'd be busy. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace the COVID. Yeah. Been busier than a cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? Bearing shit. I, I've, I downloaded that full album... Just like a month ago, and it's it's one of my favorite albums ever. <laughs> it's so good. Outlier, is that what it's called? Yeah, Outlier. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I didn't remember. I'm so yeah. bad with album names and right? and song names, but yeah, it's really good. Yeah, the, I got it the too. one before. It's really good too. I'll yeah, go, I'll for check sure. that one out. Twelve Foot Ninja. That's who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. 
Uh, and then there's one or two more before that. They were just yeah, there's like an EP and yeah. yeah, and then another album, I think. I think when they added uh, Rowan as a second guitarist, that really when they came yeah. together, his background vocals. I was yeah. telling Zach, like, we like Between the Buried and Me, and they do a lot of switching between genres and 12 and Ninja. I was surprised they're they're right up there. They they might even they I think they might even do it better. They're just like it wor- everything they do works so well no matter how jarring of a transition it is. It yeah. just, well, that's just it. it yes. It's extreme. Yeah. When they, when they make that change, it's extreme, but it it works. Yeah, it works. I don't I don't know if it's like sorry. Oh, no. I don't know if it's like catchier is the right word, but like a 12-foot ninja song, I like I anticipate the next part like i kind of know what's coming after i listen to it a few times it's just kind of like sticks in your head and between the barrier to me sometimes like their songs are so long and there's just so much different stuff (laughs) it's i kind of don't know what's coming next even though i've listened to the album five or six times well i I think that's that's a pretty good distinction um i really think uh 12 foot ninja tries to have you know kind of some pop sensibilities to to everything mm-hmm. they do yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's there's usually a hook in there somewhere mm-hmm. yeah. even the more genty stuff which may be kind of within the rhythm is a little hard to follow but um overarching in the song yeah i think it's like hook after hook after hook yeah after hook, it is. you know yeah they're really good about that and stevic yeah. is like a really um really good classically trained guitar player so i think that he brings that sensibility of being able to hit these like oh i'm gonna be jazzy here and oh we're gonna do this kind of latin thing here and what's his uh, name uh it's uh, stephen mckay yeah steve mckay he goes by stevic are they foreign australian australian Australian. okay yeah oh uh i I follow rowan on on instagram and during all of this he's been doing acoustic covers um I, and playthroughs of like 12 foot ninja songs but like today i can't remember which song it was he did uh, a mr bungle song nice yeah yeah so. i will have to check that out i <laughs> yeah. love mr bungle yeah he just sits there and you know plays he's he's really good too they are a major so. influence for me mr bungle i, love I know him. that they're looking for a bass player so if anybody wants to go down under play bass for him i don't know this band i guess mr bungle yeah you know faith no more <clears throat> yep all right um Mike Patton, the singer, mm-hmm. that was his first band. Oh, and they're uh, still doing it. Well, now they they kind of did a comeback tour here like last year or something. They've got like what four albums or something. <laughs> they are, uh, I don't know if I could even describe it. Just avant garde, avant garde. <laughs> yeah, um, I highly recommend their album California. Like, check out Mr. Bungle California. You won't be disappointed. Okay. It's freaking amazing. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited. Every song is basically like a, a different, like a a twisted, weird, schizophrenic version of a different type of song. Like they do like a 20 swing type of song. They do a, uh, like a, almost like a Beach Boys type of song. Whoa. They, I mean, they do like a big band kind of song. Like <laughs> it's, uh, but it's, it's crazy. Well, well, what's it. What's his other one? The uh, oh, the the Italian Giallo horror show. 
Oh, oh, uh, 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 Phantomas yes. is one. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's some crazy shit, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really Italian? great too. What? Well, no, uh, <laughs> it's, got... it's not really Italian. Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds. Phantomas yeah. is a it, is French actually, yeah. but um, it's, it's it was neighbor. a French uh, like comic book hero guy or or yeah. like noir thing. I, don't I, know. I always think of the 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 song you played for me, the the Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. That's a trip. They're all phantom. This is another one you need to check out. We're going on a Mike Patton rant, dude. I don't mean to take over the podcast, but I'm a big fan. But Phantomas, uh, check out the director's cut, which they do. Uh, King Buzzo from the Melvins is a guitar player in that band. And then I think it's the, uh, on this album, I believe it's uh, the drummer from Slayer. Oh, uh, it, um, Lombardo? Lombardo yes. is the drummer. And then uh, I think the bass player is the one that's in Mr. Bunkle. Um, and they do all covers of thriller themes and horror themes for movies. Wow, that's awesome. And it's badass. <laughs> it's totally yeah. badass. I'm glad this is being recorded because I'm not going to remember any of it. Phantom Moss and Mr. Bungle is great. And Mike Patton has a billion other things, but those are definitely my favorites. Nice. Yeah, just go on YouTube and watch his, his solo performance. It's, okay. just a, it's just a vocal performance. Really? <laughs> it's, so, it's just random noises. But yeah, there's no lyrics to it. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. It, he uses his voice like an instrument. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Oh my god! What? <laughs> oh, it sounds great. To have the confidence to just go <laughs> right? there and, yeah. and know that you're going to have to be entertaining to people with just you and your voice. <laughs> I'm just going to do chicken noises tonight, guys. And, yeah. We might get in trouble for playing this. Oh, it off. Add some tremolo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a quick fast word. No one's watching this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. we always think, too. Yeah. And then people start talking. No. <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah. So since this virus thing is kind of settling down do you guys have any shows lined up yet or anything oh we do um june 6th uh right now is june jams which is just uh oh yeah i heard east, you guys talking about east that. of parsons um, another podcast yeah we'll probably get uh zach cook the the guy who puts it on he's in Superman and shiloh's crossing now uh get him on here to talk about it nice uh possibly the weekend after that we'll still be uh playing with framing the red um up around Iola, um, but I haven't heard one way or another about that. Trauma Fest in August is is still on, but you know, it, just take it a day at a time. Yeah, right. Well, you guys play a lot more than Flosion does. So Lately, like, we're we're used to having huge gaps in between shows, but are you guys like itching to play pretty bad? You know, we've kind of we've kind of taken advantage of this and and gotten kind of creative. Oh, nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready to play. We we rehearsed what two week two weekends ago. Yeah, it was like first time in in six weeks. So I mean, that was that was good. But uh, yeah, we've been really uh, we've been really flexing our creative muscles well through this. No, awesome. we haven't. We haven't no. seen each other. Yeah, <laughs> we I, haven't done anything. I haven't seen Alex and. Two over two months, yeah. probably. Oh man, yeah. yeah. But I think we're gonna start practicing finally. Yeah, we have to. So yeah. yeah, yeah. We're supposed to have a show June sixth as well. I think 
with Tracy and the Time Traveler. Yeah. At yeah. Jack's, I believe. See, we were going to do Jack's the it's Memorial Day. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Memorial Day. The acoustic show? Yeah. 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 And uh, I got a hold of him saying that, you know, we'd need to reschedule that because yeah. we're going to have to add material mm. and none of us have practiced anything new. Um, and he he was like, that. that's fine. He wasn't sure that they were going to be open. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know about the show the sixth. Right. I they're gonna try to be open, I know, but we just don't know. But I think the man. plan is to practice like we're gonna play for sure and then <clears throat> whatever happens happens. Yeah. yeah. That's a good bet. Yeah. Well, if it happens, I'll be there. Cool. Because cool. unless we're at June James. Yeah. Well yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's the same day. All right. Dude, you I listen, might need I'll, you. I'll be there. In spirit. Everybody <laughs> go see Edge Over Edge because we're gonna be playing Jack's probably like four Six weekends a month. <laughs> now till uh, whenever <laughs> you'll have. I like I like the way you think you're adding weekends to my week. Yeah, that's right. I, I want that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, there was something I was gonna. Oh yeah, the acoustic. I you guys should definitely like pick out a day for that because I was really excited to see the yeah. <laughs> the Edge Over Edge acoustic. Yeah, I, I think it was it. more or less gonna be. Yeah, maybe, maybe us doing some songs all together, kind of quieted down and stuff, but it might be like, all right, well, Matt wants to do this song solo on an acoustic guitar and singing, and then maybe I'll get up there and do some kind of cover on an acoustic guitar and sing. And Yeah, we were just going to, we were going to, we were going to fill time. It's like variety hour. Were you going to do any percussion at all? Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah. What were you going to do? Uh, and I was drum? Huh? Pan drum. Well, we I could, was thinking about taking but... just a pared down kit and getting some of those. I don't even oh, know what you call those. Kit. Those uh, hot like, rods. Yeah, that's hot rods. I, it's like that's what I've been using. Dowel rods, like mm-hmm. kind of taped together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I like. I almost like those better than sticks now. Yeah, <laughs> I get a pair of real sticks. I'm like, what are these? These are too heavy. I can't even move. Right. <laughs> but, you run out to Orsland and make some. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much to them. Yeah. Wrap yeah. them with tape. Yeah. Some rubber bands, yeah. some little dowel rods, you're good. They're uh, they're fairly loud still, I think. His snare drum is loud. Well, yeah. no, I mean, you can... Zach controls it fine, but I think they can be just as loud, it seems like. They but can be pretty close, yeah. I think maybe the maybe the rim shot isn't quite as effective, so no. it's probably not nearly as loud on the snare drum, yeah. actually. <laughs> I think Zach only does... Like rim shots, basically when we're playing, when we're really playing, mm-hmm. like I think every hit, you're you're hitting the rim also, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to hit a snare any other way. <laughs> it's crazy. I have a hard time being consistent doing that myself. I'm always yeah. impressed when I see you play, and you're just like crack, crack, crack. <laughs> yeah, like, it, wow. Just something clicked when I was learning how to do it, and now it's just like I would I would struggle to do anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any type of skill. I think it just you know what? I, that way. You know, I think part of it is, you know how when you tear down a drum set and you and you and you set it back up and you can tell if something is just an inch off, and I think out of everyone I've seen, I think you you put more effort into making sure that it's repeatable, like exactly your kit, like like um, like your snare height and stuff. So maybe that has something to do with like. You know, he I think keep that everything really consistent. Yeah, yeah. Because my uh, every time, 
every time I play my drums, my snare somehow is like three or four inches in a different direction. And that's just my life. But <laughs> yeah, that's something I was thinking about today, man. Alex, you are a multi instrumentalist. You oh, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah man. You. Um, I mean, I first heard you guys and you're playing bass. Mm. And then I happened across, like, someone shared a YouTube video of you playing drums. I was like, Alex plays drums? I was like, damn, he's a pretty good drummer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I got really into doing drum covers, and I just, just drumming is fun. So. Yeah, man. And you you're, you killed it, too. Thank and uh, I prefer and, a saxophone man. playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. I forgot about that. That was a magic. That was a magic. What, what if, you, if people want to look up this video, what do they do? <laughs> How do they do to search this? Okay, so if you look up Flosion on Facebook, we post about once a year, so you shouldn't have to scroll too far <laughs> to, to find the video, even though it's from like two years ago. So, yeah, we did a little sax jam. I, that know, was sweet. I flex my sax muscle. What was the other sexy time? What was the other? I don't want you flexing keys. your sack. Melodica, melodica that you blow into and play. Yeah. That's fun to play. I'm looking at get into getting an automaton. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, with the little face on it. Oh, it's like it's from yeah. Japan with a little ball at the end. You squeeze it. And it's like a little synthesizer. Kind of turned yeah. on right yeah. now. <laughs> 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 when you see it, that's what you do. So. You squeeze it like this. Yeah. Like squeeze it. Yep. Listen to it. Make noise. That's it. It's cool. It's <laughs> Japanese. See, I was, I was so... I had my mind what this thing looks like, and I didn't even like think anything. I didn't know what you were doing. I didn't, I didn't think about that. <laughs> See, this is why we drink. Keeps things entertained. Oh man. Yeah, so we're transitioning into a uh, a band that plays automaton, melodica, and Zach still trying maybe, to pick one out. Maybe theremin just, at one point. Yeah, theremin, that'd be good. We might sound like Mr. Bunkle once we listen to him. <laughs> I think that's probably not far off. Guys. I, really... <laughs> I want a theremin. Really yeah, cool. absolutely. That'd be a fun instrument. I heard they're nearly impossible to play with live because they say like just the static in the air affects oh, dude, that affects everything, and <laughs> you have to really have the right condition. Some of the places we play probably wouldn't be the right condition. I didn't think I've heard them in like classical ensembles. Mm -hmm. And but that makes sense because there's like no other electric instruments. So mm. I'm wondering, like maybe in that environment, yeah, there wouldn't be a lot of it, like interference and weirdness going on. The uh, the DJ for Incubus uses one, or at least he used to. Really? Yeah. Did you ever see a, a DVD called Alive at Red Rocks? <laughs> it was their live DVD at Red Rocks, and it was really good. But I'll have to check it out because I like I like Incubus a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's one of my favorite. Uh, like live concert DVDs, right on. Partially just because of the the venue. That's that's mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. that so cool. Has anyone been there? I have not. No. I saw John Mayer's playing. He plays with uh, Grateful Dead, and they're playing a show there. And so that would probably be an experience. Talk <laughs> about a contact high. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't really listen to that band, but. I just want to go there so bad. Yeah, no, that would be an experience. Yeah, I would do it. That'd be awesome. I was, I got, we got off track, but I wanted to get to where I was aiming for was that last summer at Summer Jams here in Independence, 
uh, was the first time I think I saw you play guitar. Oh. And, um, and I think I was amongst many that our jaws had just dropped. And, and I looked over at, who was it? I think it was Jack from Elder Earth looked at me and goes, Alex is giving a goddamn guitar clinic on <laughs> tapping the gun, you know, like legato technique over here. Like, what is going on? Oh, man. So like, uh, yeah, dude, I had no idea. Oh, <laughs> like, well, so, thank you. I appreciate that. So, very super much. impressed. I, I really like, I, I love your music, and that just took it up a notch, which thank I didn't you. think was possible, but it happened, and thank it was you. great. So. I'm really, I'm very self conscious nice. about my guitar playing just because. <clears throat> it doesn't happen very often. In our last band, I got pretty comfortable with it playing guitar, but which and yeah, and it's like I knew that you played guitar in the other, in Aramont, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, but I just for whatever reason, I was just like put that out of my head for a couple of years or whatever. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. That and that's not lot. sliding either of you either. <laughs> like, no, dude, I because we we all know that Zach is a man when it comes to drums. Oh, dude. We all know that Jared friggin is a monster on guitar. So, um, yes, but I just yes. think it's just the, the level you, you've reached Alex at each instrument. I mean, as someone that plays more than one instrument myself, like I was like, that's impressive. So, Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And same, I, I've thought the same thing about you because yeah. I saw, I would see Edge Ridge so much nah, nah. and then I would <laughs> yeah. forget what you could do on a guitar. And then when I'd see command play, I was like, Holy shit! Oh. I like I do the same thing. I'm like I forgot Zach even really played because <laughs> like I was just used to seeing you drum because I for some reason I just saw Edge Ridge a lot more. Yeah. Oh well, but, thanks, um, dude. I would do the same thing. Like, whoa, this is I forgot. So I feel bad. I, I like I love playing guitar. I just don't do it enough anymore. Like I need to find excuses to play more guitar. <laughs> yeah isn't guess, that weird like I guess we can just program more drums yeah right yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i feel lazy thinking this way but i feel like if i weren't in a band i don't know that that's what pushes me to practice and mm -hmm. um like i really i hardly play drums and i feel lazy about it but like being a band may like forces me to to keep playing and so yeah. I don't know if I wasn't in a band, I it's scary to think about, but I, like would I keep playing just by myself at home every day? It's weird. Do you guys kind of feel this way too? Like when you're young and you're just like got a lot of time and you're just like, oh man, I'm, you know, soaking up information, learning songs, learning technique and stuff. And then now you're a little older, you got a job, maybe you have kids yeah. or, or whatever, or dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, it, it kind of takes up you know the time that you want to have to play songs or like learn or make new songs, right? But yeah, I've been kind of de-rusting, I guess you'd say, every now and then playing acoustic stuff, just whenever my little one's sleeping and stuff. Yeah, or to him when he's hanging out, play for him and stuff. So. That's awesome. Try to keep you know, yeah, stay up on my abilities. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's yeah, it gets tough. It definitely gets tough. I totally feel that way. I feel like I need to make it a priority to play instead of just something like, oh, I'm going to play. This will be fun. And you too. Do you guys ever feel like you, like, do you ever feel like you'd be better off if you focused all your attention on one project 
but you guys like us, we just try to try a lot of different things like this podcast, for example. And, and it's like, man, how good could I be at one thing if I really focused on that one thing? But this is a Matt question because Matt does like 8 million things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, there, I think, I think had we grown up in this time, it might, might be a little bit different. Um, because when I think of playing music, yeah, I can record stuff at home and stuff like that, but to actually make music, I, I still feel there needs to be a band. And of course, you know, with, with YouTube guitarists, drummers, different, they, they don't, yeah, I mean, and right. they do it on their own. Um, so yeah, with, with the band side of it, you know, you, you're kind of dependent upon others. So then you've got that, that downtime where, you know, we can't all get together, you know, every single day and stuff like that. So, you know, I always feel the need to, to throw something else in there. And so like, like this, Zach came up with this and it, and it was great because it was something we could do during the week. Yeah. You know, we try to, um, include Quentin when we can, but it's, it's not, not required. And right. he knows it's not required. I mean, he's he's in college and working a full time mm-hmm. job. Miss you, Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> Wish you were here. I'm sure he does too. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's that 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 old saying. You know, I'm I'm a jack of many trades, master of none. You know, <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> and I, I think part of that is just, you know, I have a lot of interests. I mean, if, if I was solely dedicated to a guitar, then yeah, I'd set my ass down and practice scales and yeah, learn theory and do all that. But I want to do more. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I probably should set my ass down and practice scales and, and, yeah. theory and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, because, you know, I have, I have limitations. Uh, because of it, but uh, yeah, yeah, we only got one shot, so why waste it on one thing? I, yeah, I totally. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. like that. This That's is a great just, outlook. Just my hypothesis. I have nothing to back this up. But um, by trying to reach out and do different things, do you think that that like uh, I guess the amalgam of that kind of like seasons you in a way, like broadens your horizons gives you more experiences to be more creative i yeah i do probably so yeah yeah at the same time like if you just stay in your own little box and just do your one thing and have tunnel vision on it like right right where where are you going with that you know you have your own limitations like you might be technically better at a thing but are you more creative yeah are you doing anything worthwhile right yeah i i heard somebody say some stand-up comedian talk about how when comedians hit a certain level of fame and all they're doing is basically traveling in airplanes all the time, they suddenly don't have anything to write jokes about because their entire life is just traveling from place to place. And that's kind of like, that kind of goes goes along the same lines. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're only, if you're stuck in that one spot or playing an instrument or something, maybe you don't get, exposure to keep your mind free i don't know if this is the same thing but this is what made me think of uh so i'm just gonna riff for a second off your thought is when corn came out the band corn 
I was like, I've never heard anything like this. Me too. Seven string guitars. It, I was like, my mind is blown. This is a whole like, new freaking thing. Like, what's, this is what's wrong with his bass? It keeps making that weird noise. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, this <laughs> funny. The guitars are making these little Wait. DJ noises. <laughs> he's, not, he's not doing that right. <laughs> the cymbals are distorted. <laughs> But then, you know, it's like the second album came out and I was like, all right, I'm still, I'm still, it's cool. And the third album came out. I was like, these guys are too successful. They don't have anything to be upset about anymore. Yeah. That <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah. know, it was like, they, they ran out of things to write about. Yeah. And, and Isn't to be that weird? About. So, uh, no, it's exactly not. Cause that's what I struggle with. I mean, we got what, five songs, five new songs and I've got one that has lyrics. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm not angry about anything anymore. Actually, you know, I if I, I spend a long day scrolling through Facebook, I'm starting to get angrier. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Say, I'll start some fake profiles and just start trolling you. Every <laughs> yeah. time you post and... People are fucking stupid. <laughs> it just it just seems so crazy to think that you can just dedicate your entire life to playing and somehow not just keep getting better, even at writing lyrics. You think just it's and it happens all the time. Bands like second, third album, it just progressively is not quite as good as that first one. It's like right. It seems so backwards, but it's so common. I think the problem with Corn is that they let him start singing, and I'm not saying he's a bad singer, but the the beauty of that first album is he was so fucking angry. It was so raw. Yeah. 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 It's like. And then like all, you all, all the of a sudden, the value of that album, and it's like, oh, looking back, it's like, oh, that's. Not a great sounding album, no. but it's, it's just so emotional though. It's like really, but it's a perfect time capsule. Yeah, yeah, just a moment in time. He's definitely not angry now. He seems pretty, uh, pretty like a dad or something. I don't know. He's had a shitty like, past couple of years. Has he? His wife killed her, killed herself. Two oh years wow! Ago. Really? Oh. I didn't know that. Or, or maybe not even two years ago. It was like six months before Rocklahoma. Jeez. I need to check Whoa. out the latest Corn album. Actually, it is pretty good. <laughs> it is. Um, you selfishly are happy, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not cheering anyone. Well, I mean, it's like you know, bad fortune. It's, I love Nine Inch Nails, but when he got off heroin, they really went down. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. You know? But you know what? The soundtracks that he and Atticus Ross do yeah. are amazing. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, I can't listen to many like albums nine inch nails but i love like pulling up their live performances just yeah. like yeah. the lighting and just like the moods well and everything everything sounds bigger on those you know i listen to uh, the downward spiral um that's one of just, my favorite albums yeah. to this day I really yeah love just just the other day um trying to look for some for some inspiration and some of the mixing choices that he made it's like this this goes against everything in the book you know it's like there's this big chorus that has a pillow laying over the top of it, and it's in mono. And then the, the vocal sounds like he's just got a, a tape machine, and he's just talking into it, you know? It's just, yeah, right. <clears throat> but uh, things like that transfer to live really well because, I yeah. mean, you're in this big open space, and it sounds as big as you would expect it to, mm-hmm. whereas on the album it's just like, what? You know? Yeah. It doesn't make it bad. It just... you. You know, we're all kind of groomed to a certain yeah. industry sound. And then he comes out here and he goes, fuck it. He's like, fuck it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, like an industry sound, that reminds me of 
the guest you guys got, Joey Sturgis. That was quite the get. Dude, that was informative. That was awesome. That was awesome. You know what? You just just go message him on Instagram. You only answer any question you want. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He seems super nice. Super chill guy. Yeah. He seems, like, brutally honest, just like... He's not bullshitting. He's yeah. telling you exactly. <clears throat> I really got the works. feeling that he just <laughs> wants to see people succeed. Yeah. Like that came across. It, yeah. Like I think that he's like, I'm a businessman. My business model is that I, you know, people are going to, uh, like, I'm going to help people sound good. And by helping people sound good and, and succeed, I'm going to succeed myself, you know? Yeah. And that's just really awesome. Like, yeah. I yeah. love that whole philosophy. And, yeah, and he wasn't timid about his accomplishments and stuff. Like, I like no, that. No, I did he was this. confident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish, like, I noticed listening to this podcast and just, just the, the more we play music with people and stuff, like, a lot of local bands, including ourselves, and um, we get, we really get down ourselves and aren't very confident. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Just oh. like, and it's just something like, I thought we were that way pretty bad. And then, but then I start realizing, I hear other, other guys talking. I'm like, I think a lot of people are like this. They just like, it's weird. It's weird to, to, to think you would, I, I, I could be different and, and get off the stage and be like, whoa, we fucking, that was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of being like, well, back to the drawing board. What happened? <laughs> you know, you know. I, I think we're conditioned to believe that this is this is a hobby. You know. Yeah. Um. You you work your nine to five, and and that's life. This is just your hobby. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, I would always put music at the top. I mean, that's just something I've been passionate about since grade school. You know, yeah. when I was going to be a keyboard player for Duran Duran. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. there's still time. I get right. <laughs> I, I would, suck at keys though, so <laughs> I would love to know the keyboard player of Duran Duran. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're, and I think a lot of that that is shifting. Uh, we're seeing more of people like you know, you don't have to go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trades may be better. Obviously, I, I don't think there's still a lot of people out there saying, no, you should be a musician. Yeah. But I, I, I do see a lot more people saying, you know what? You've got time to be a grown up. Try, you know, go out and try right. and, and live your dream. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, that, that wasn't, wasn't in our generation. You know, we were kind of conditioned that this was always going to be a hobby. You're not going to make it. And, you know, I don't hold that against, you know, my folks or anything. That's just that's the way that's it what is. They you believe. go to college, yeah, you exactly. know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, so, I mean, I, I think with that, you, I think sometimes people, like anything, people take it too far. Um, and so then you end up with, you know, lazy freeloaders living on your couch until they're 40. And, <laughs> yeah, right, you know, right. Fortunately, my kids are. I, I think another part of that, in my mind, maybe is that like all you guys are super like compassionate, like uh, just chill, nice guys, and I think like maybe we all just have it in our mind, like man, we don't want to come out like super egotistical and like you know uh, 
just I don't know, like just have yeah. a big head and, and look yeah, like a jerk so. to everybody. Yeah, and that could so, go that could go back to to our generation when we were growing up. There were a lot of people that you know, even local bands that were like that. Right. Oh yeah, that's shit. true. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, yeah I, wanna, I think we I also like, that. dude, what the hell is it? Like, your <laughs> yeah. attitude does not match your skills. Yeah. Like, just calm down. I, I don't want to be that douchebag. Right. You know, yeah. So. so maybe it's just a part of being conscientious. Oh, uh, yeah, not all, not all of it, but a little bit, you know? Yeah. A little bit of it. Yeah. I think about that. I think, like, even if I felt good about something, I'm just probably not going to, like, blow it up. I'm going to downplay it a little bit because I don't want to seem like an asshole <laughs> that's full yeah. of myself, you know? That's yeah, a, I totally understand that. Yeah. I don't think that's probably a lot of it. I feel like the worst thing I could be called was, like, arrogant. Like, that That kills me to think about somebody would that would say that. So like, you, I try Anybody to that go, calls you arrogant hasn't ever talked to you well <laughs> yeah you know 15 yeah. seconds talking to you but, oh yeah he ain't arrogant dude and just like youtube like it can be an awesome tool to like get better but it can also make you feel like complete dog shit oh, oh yeah like, oh yes. if you think you're good you can go on there and <laughs> see like an eight-year-old japanese girl that's playing like <laughs> yeah. the same thing you're playing and way better <laughs> yeah like, uh, you know, and it's not so much the, the other people playing. It's just the unfiltered comments. Yeah. People can just say whatever they want. Yeah. And nobody, if they can hide behind a screen, then they just, they don't give a shit. And they have you know, no conscience whatsoever. Um, and And you have to kind of implicitly know that that's like the very vocal minority of people yeah. right that are yeah. posting stuff yeah. and commenting but yeah. however the flip side to that is once you start get getting shitty comments then you know you've reached a certain level <laughs> right yeah. so you know, I'm, I'm still holding out for some shitty comments <laughs> yeah i and they can totally be true i don't care but you know as long as we get that level you want some haters <laughs> yeah yeah just beat on them yeah is that what they do? Is that what so they anyone listening, you can you you can step up and be our haters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw some hate their way. We'll start a group. Yeah. yeah, all those drum covers I've done, it's like there's a lot of bad comments, you know, really? that come across. Yeah, and but also like the good ones still feel really nice to to hear. So yeah. I think they still outweigh the bad, but still, someone's like, like dude, I'm just. I'm just, I'm not doing a drum clinic here. I'm just messing around. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> they take it very seriously. I'm not Mark, Mike Portnoy. Like, I'm not. Like, just. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I think it would be really, really cool if they could add in, like, so, uh, just an algorithm that automatically reads, okay, this is a, this is a negative comment. So, like, a drum cover. So, it immediately pops up and says, okay, you want to post this comment, you have to prove that you can do it better. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, or, you know, if you, if you post a mean comment, your parents' credit card gets charged $40. And then <laughs> after a few of those, your parents are, are going to finally start to get on you about what you're doing online. Right. Yeah. Keep these kids from being trolls when they grow up. These trolls, That's a good though, call. Speaking of trolls and <laughs> trolls back ages. to 12 foot ninja, yeah. you guys need to watch the video the director's cut of ain't that a bitch okay by 12 foot ninja i don't know that i've seen the regular version <laughs> i don't know that i've I watched a few but like i said i don't remember song titles very well 
I don't know if I've watched that. Really? Yeah. That's the that's the one with the guys in periphery at the end at the bar. Yeah, field. I know I haven't watched that. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it newer yeah, than no, 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 it's it's I think it's off of uh that album before. Okay. And it, it it's not that great a song. Um but it's a wonderful video. Nice. They're great with the videos. Oh. Sick. I yeah. saw I saw my favorite comment on uh the one off the one and killing album, but not that song. The other video they did. Sick. Yeah. yeah sick. You just said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh so it, it's, like, it's sick too. So. <laughs> just in case you make that distinction. Yeah. Well, somebody was like, um a, a metal band with a video and they're they're trying to make me laugh instead of freak me out. He's like, I think I can get used to this. Right. And it's true. It's like, man, it's so refreshing to see. Even a lot of metal bands don't aren't trying to be scary, but they're just like very serious in their music. Right, video. And right. Man, they just have so much fun. And that's a hard thing to get around. Um, you know, we've talked, we've talked different ideas about fun videos and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, maybe once you are at a certain level, you know, like, like Foo Fighters, you know, when they make fun of themselves, whatever, they're fucking Foo Fighters, you know? Yeah. I want them to take us seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We were going to do a video once where a kid got hit by a truck or something. And <laughs> really, I'm really glad that didn't happen. So that would have been. Uh, a, is that the, the prison riddle? Yeah. Maybe. That would have been a scar. We did do a full <laughs> album about it happening, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found that on the uh, Sometimes I find a bunch of blank CDs, CDRs. I'm like, I know there's stuff I need to take oh, in yeah. the car. We burned, that we burned like 140 of them just knowing it was going to pop off and <laughs> everybody's going to want one. It didn't happen that way. Guys, we need to order more blank CDs. Uh, shit, now I want one. We're going to run yeah, out. Was, was this explosion? No. This was when we were Aeromont. There was a band before that called the Aeromont Prison Riddle. It's what spawned Aeromont. Oh, okay. And it was, I was on vocals. <clears throat> And our singer in Aramont wasn't in it. It was before Jared joined. So we wrote a concept album about a kid dying, basically. So, yeah, I shouldn't even have brought this up. No, it's no. I'm like, it's like, so basically... Um, I'm totally in. It's so enthralled right now. Like this, this guy, our, our concept was this. This guy was, um, his wife had went somewhere. He was going to go meet her the next day or something. And he, he hit this kid with his car. And then he was scared, so he didn't report it or anything. And he just, like, got rid of the kid. <clears throat> and then it's just his struggle with, like, slowly, like, losing his mind, basically. The guilt just until, tearing him up. <clears throat> until finally he, like, he's going to turn himself in. And, like, he sees the ghost of the kid. And he, like, pulls over. And he's going to try to, like, do something. And the kid, like, waves him over. And then he gets hit in the road. And that's and then he's laying there dying. The kid is like, "Yeah, you little bitch." No, that should should have been the lyrics. That would have been a lot funnier. Should have turned it, twisted it right at the end to be funny. So that was a mistake. Is what that was. was. We should have just written normal songs. We learned a lot. We should have written. We should have written about a a man getting hit by a car. We should anything else would have been anything else would have been better. Yeah, (laughs) we put we had sound effects of the body getting buried (laughs) on the album, so 
I what so want to hear this. Right? This you sounds like something I would like totally be into. I don't think I've ever not a... that I want to. Not that I want kids to get hit by cars. Like no. I'm just putting it out there. No, we don't either. No, I, no, no one wants to run over kids. We don't condone that. Especially this is simply a slice of life. That's all. This is before I had a kid, and oh. so like kids weren't as special to me as they are now so you're just like, like fuck those little that. bastards <laughs> no 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 it wasn't that cr- it wasn't that crazy i was just like you know when you have a kid suddenly like you see kids differently yeah yeah and so yeah that becomes a lot more real and like emotional yeah yeah and even though zach doesn't have a kid but he was probably the most mature out of all of us but he was probably like i'm just gonna go with it <laughs> yeah I, was, I just wanted to play drums so. <laughs> yeah. whatever i had to do to play drums <laughs> So, no, you're never going to hear it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. We, didn't we dig a, we dug a hole in your front yard. Yeah. And I think we put a mic <laughs> out, out the window in your attic, yeah. put a mic there. And then somebody threw dirt <laughs> on a suitcase in the hole. And it sounded like dirt coming down on like a wrapped up body. <laughs> so it's on there. Like <laughs> I love how well thought out this all is. There was like one, this needs to be heard. There was one random track that had a star Wars quote before the song. Remember? I don't remember. I've got that. a bad feeling about this, sir. Remember that? Oh yeah. That had, was in the album. Um, it was a. It was Cap. Might have been Captain Rex. Oh, and that was in there. So, what did that come off of? Like you a, had a toy. Of yeah, some there sort was of there was a toy it. with a voice recording. That was on there. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. was before Clone Wars, but maybe not. Yeah, it's cringy. It's really cringy. It's okay, but it's it's cringy. So I don't like it. I don't know. I think maybe Flosion needs to revisit that album and just bring it <laughs> up to uh 2020 no. <laughs> maybe instead of the kid dying by getting hit by a car it's a virus oh <laughs> yeah i like this yeah people really want to hear a full album about this virus <laughs> there's plenty of them going around is there yeah yeah man I, I've albums had, well i don't know oh. <laughs> songs like good yeah Lord. how many people release albums i mean come on yeah there's going to be a lot coming out all at the same time, probably. Here well, I mean, months. yeah. Uh, how many are going to be called quarantine? How many are going to be called the virus or virus? Or, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've sworn to myself that no matter what I write, it can be about it, but it will not be titled anything. Mm. It'll be like that. Yeah. Got to come at it from kind of a, you know, an oblique. No, okay. Angle. Concept album. You're the virus. Oh. And you're like metal as hell. You're just trying to like kill everybody. And then. Slowly though, because it's a fucking sneak attack. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where it goes from there, but. All right. I'm going to start writing. We're going to. Ninja. I'm already virus. listening to riffs in my head about what it would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> how to make a slow sax creeping. Solo. Yeah. yeah I, I, dude, okay. You know how you play music with people for so long that you just like. You can kind of probably when you guys jam, you can just yeah. like, like you could be a jam band. Yeah. That's how I feel with with these guys. And like when you said that, <laughs> when you said you had ideas in your head, I was thinking like some kind of like sludge, like I don't know what band I'm doom. thinking of. It's like yeah, <laughs> slow heavy, just some music doom, 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 doom oh, yeah. music. Slow heavy is so much heavier than fast heavy. Yes, in my opinion. yes. Yeah. Is that what you were thinking about? Maybe. Well, yeah, it's, he is it's now. probably like that. It's got that feel. 
Yeah. <laughs> like every three or four practices, we just play like the slowest breakdown you've ever heard in your life. And Jared just yelled, doom. <laughs> and it's the coolest thing ever. Well, it was, I like was... something just comes out of us at that point. <laughs> I love awesome. that. Alex was playing this crazy riff. I'm like, it just took me over, you know? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> then we always say like, we remember that, right? We can do that again, right? And we never can. That's, never. Why, why is That's why I got so my phone. Fun. Yeah. Anytime we come up with something new, it's like, okay, we're recording you, it. You gotta get it right oh, away. Yeah, yeah. It's gone. We've lost some. Every track we lose, I think, is the best song ever <laughs> written. But it's probably not. Your own personal Tenacious D. Yeah. yeah. You didn't hit record? <laughs> yeah, we never hit record. So I think we learned that lesson. But... That reminds me... Um, so, uh, Jared Hayden mm-hmm. from from Ghost in the Atlantic had had posted something about uh, how you know he sends out a, a new track and everybody has to wait five minutes before they can reply and say oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. oh yeah oh yeah so, so uh, BJ <laughs> from Galaxia he got on there and he said you know I'm proud to say that I listen to every single thing anybody ever sends me yep I saw so that I immediately too. sent him uh, Dope Smoker by Sleep. <laughs> Which is an hour long, right? <laughs> he, he immediately replied with, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. fast forward a couple of weeks, and it came up in my Facebook feed. Some guy slowed Dope Smoker down by 500%. Oh, my God. So the fucking song is five hours long. <laughs> and, and it's still heavy as shit because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds actually like that horn. sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was this close to just blasting his Facebook page with it. But I'll oh, give man. him a pass on this one. Yeah. He's the type of guy that he'll probably at some point listen to it just so he can sing, say sing that he it. did. Right. You know, I it was funny the first time I ever heard that song. I I. Drove up to Kansas City to uh, to to buy that Thunderbird bass, and on the ride home at that time I had XM Sirius or whatever, and I can't remember which which channel it was. <laughs> One of the DJs played that song, and so I'm like, "Fuck it, I got to drive home from KC." I'm <laughs> so I listened to the song in its entirety. Dude. I can't That's imagine doing one. it for five hours. Though. Um, <laughs> God damn it, I I cannot remember the name of the album. But Phantomas, who I was talking about earlier, uh-huh. they have a medical horror-themed album that, horror. that is all one track like that. It's like an hour-long like nightmare in the hospital. That's I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to put that in my yeah. notes, too. Yeah, no kidding. That's but, awesome. Um, I haven't listened to that one. I'm going to listen Delirium Cordia is the name of the album. Delirium right. Cordia. Good. That's the coolest name ever. Dude, yeah, that is cool. Dude, they're fucking cool. They're not. It's like it's something that you want to listen to once and be like, "Well, all right, I'm glad I experienced that, but I'm never fucking listening to that." Right? It almost seems like it's like watching a movie. Like instead yeah. of listening to like yeah. an album, it'd be like watching a movie a couple times a year or something. Right. Well, I'd like right. to. I'd like to. You know, we've talked about it. I'd like to build an apprehension engine. Have you ever seen what that is? No. Yeah, go on Facebook and look up Apprehension Engine. And basically what it is is... We are now changing the name of the band to <laughs> Apprehension Engine. That's the coolest thing. But, 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 I mean, you were talking about doing you know weird instruments and shit like that. This would be like the weirdest ever. So it's basically just uh, some piezo pickups mm-hmm. around a box. And they put like uh, steel 
I don't know, strips in different lengths on, on an end and you can pluck them. And then, you know, the box picks that up. They've got a reverb tank on there that's exposed. So you can smash the strings, um, or the springs got long, uh, or well, not long, probably about that long, um, strings that they've got mounted on there. And then like a wooden crank wheel that will spin and it'll rub them kind of like a, a bow would. And, mm-hmm. so, and it, and then they use different, uh, different like slides and stuff in it. It's just all ambient horror sounds. And that's that. kind of what the whole thing was built for was to do these sounds in movies. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. so cool. Now, I've been one. I've actually been wanting to take that, that PD amp and do that with that. Dude, that, that would be awesome. Cause you know, I do video editing sometimes like you and wouldn't it be nice to be able to make your own like, Instead of just grabbing a keyboard and get weird. Yeah. 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 Make it it something really genuine and like your own. A lot of times I'll just grab, I have like a footage crate subscription, so I'll just grab some. Well, and even if I made something like that, I'd be like, fuck, man, now I got to go set up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to grab it off the web. But yeah, it would be cool. I think it would be cool to uh, to just uh, do like a, a themed album or a concept or whatever. And not even real music. I mean, I'm talking shit like that, but yeah. with like silent video, like a silent film type, but Ooh. then using that and just doing that as a performance where all the lights are off except for the projection. Yeah. And then you just make that. Uh, but but then, you know, you could incorporate like the ambient shit and in our helixes and I don't know. Call the right. band movie night or something. <laughs> yeah, we we have talked about doing that. Yeah. Just projecting. Some that sounds fun. Crazy shit. And then well, Im- improving. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about going in unscripted. I mean, you have the the video, but then we just go in and make random noise and try and and feed off each other. And yeah, that'd be kind of kind of a cool thing to do. And then get everybody we know and just come yeah. in and. EOE Flosion Big Band. Yeah. Just <laughs> everybody we know. Just yeah, get know. in and everybody just make fucking noise. Do you do you ever wonder how your like <laughs> impromptu jams at practice would go if you were on a stage and you tried it? I always wonder if would we still be able to do it? Yeah. Would would the pressure affect us? I think command <laughs> did it really well. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys I always to... felt really good about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we, we would get into kind of like a post rock mode. Yeah, you know, and um, it would it would kind of get to what we're talking about, except you know a little more straightforward than just random noise. But yeah, there was definitely some random noise involved. <laughs> but yeah, I really always liked that. Like one of uh, one of the my favorite bands I still listen to today is. ISIS, the band, not the terrorist organization. I saw them live one time. Really? Yeah, they opened oh, up for Tool. That's bad. Yeah, I that remember that sense, tour. Yeah. I never, was, I didn't see them on that tour. But I, yeah. I had no idea who or what they were, and I was like, "This is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> I love their music because yeah. they will go hard as anybody, and then they'll just bring it down and be like so, just peaceful and and atmospheric and weird and. Dude, it just flows, and they, it's cool. They started playing before we even got like in the arena, and we walked in, and it was just like you could tell that there was somebody like playing music, <laughs> but cool. it was like so quiet, and people were just talking, and then just like this big like wall of yeah. sound just hit you, and this guy starts talking like in a robot robot voice. And I was <laughs> Tracy was trying to find her seats, and I was just like, 
like sitting there mesmerized like i don't know what the fuck this is but it's <laughs> awesome that should happen more often there's already a band playing when you're going in there yeah i love that you know, I had I had this idea um, a while ago, actually just before all this shut down. But when everything shut down, I thought, okay, this is how how you not only make yourself one of the most popular bands in the world, um, but you also you give back and and you help the little guys. I think we'll just we'll take Metallica for instance because they're the biggest band. Um, so they book a tour, just them, right? And everywhere they go, they get a local regional lineup. Um, and say the door time is at seven band starts at eight. First band starts at eight. And if you're not in there, you ain't getting in there so that everybody has to come. Everybody has to watch the opening bands. Right. Uh, and I think, I think, you know, not only would you be, you know, the biggest band, but You'd be the most popular. A band of their stature could easily make that happen too. Yeah, yeah. They could have, they well, could, and and there's so many, there's so many bands under that level yeah. too that could do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you pay for your tickets if you're late. Too fucking bad. You know, right? Yeah. I hmm. I saw Metallica on their last tour, and they had um, shit. What uh, Jim Brewer. The, the, comedian, yeah, yeah. the comedian opened up for him. <laughs> and I, like the day after, I listened to an interview with Jim Brewer, and he said that Lars came to him and said, like, they can't take bands on the road with them anymore because just, like, the crowd doesn't react to them. And, like, Lars that's said... Sad. Well, and that's it. You don't, you don't take bands on the road with you. Every stop... You have the 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 local promoter yeah. fill fill the bill. That's how it. That's how bands used to get big. We're just like opening yeah, up for bigger and bigger. Right. But like yeah. I heard Jim Brewer say that, and I'm like, I don't. I'm not a fan of Lars, but yeah. Yeah, like, same. man, that's that's not the way to look at it. Like, you need to be bringing up younger bands and exposing yeah. them, and it just seems it didn't seem right to me. But Jim well, Brewer and, cool, and even but. the places that that do do that. They, they don't have that, that restriction. So people are like, oh, well, they're not going to come on until 10, so we're not going to go. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, just force it. That seems to be a pretty prevalent mentality. It's like, oh, well, we'll just miss the opener. It's like, it's like oh, well, we might miss the previews at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, who cares? You know? I care. I do, because I, I love the previews. I love the previews, too. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I get in there, and I'm like, holy we... shit, I haven't seen that one. Maybe that's why we all get along so well. Like we're those guys that want to see the previews. You know what's interesting? I don't know how many like non-heavy shows you guys go to, but um, this is—I don't know if I should even say this. I don't want—I don't want this to sound like shit talking of the people that you know, like us that like the music we do. But a lot of the bands, a lot of the shows I've seen of um, bands that aren't heavy. Their crowd for the openers are like really respectful, and I don't know if that's just part of the culture, yeah, or what. But like, I remember, I don't remember who I saw at the Brady, and they had some local opening band, and like, and everybody, the crowd was like roaring for them. It was just so nice, and uh, it was like heartwarming to see. Because I, th- I think if you can write a panty dropper, then. You're going to get that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if that's it. Um, that's part I, of it. 
Well, I think that there's there's two. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, there, uh, I think there's two kinds of people that like like aggressive music. One is people that just are aggressive and want a soundtrack to fucking shit up and being crazy yeah, and, yeah. and having a lot of like an, like just um, a lot of uh, anarchy in their life, you right. know. Um, and then I think the other one is people like I think that we all are here really is that people are just like into the intricacies of music. And a lot of times it seems like heavier bands are the ones that are more technically skilled right and um they're doing more interesting like outside the box kind of things a more progressive yeah. kind of things and we're attracted to that um so you know i think that uh those crazy people <laughs> kind of maybe take over those heavy yeah, shows that makes a lot of sense really. that's the way i, I don't know i don't it. know though i think you'll you'll see a lot more uh aggressive people at at country shows honestly that's probably true yeah. you think so like yeah, just maybe. because they're like drunk like macho man maybe yeah type. yeah kind of kind of the uh, i i refrain from saying toxic masculinity but yeah you know yeah just, no uh, that's, that's what, what that sounds that? like well, i think you can say that. i mean not all masculinity is toxic no, but no. there is some that is Probably, yeah, that's yeah. the way I think about it. Well, you know, it, it's hard to say toxic masculinity and and some people would perceive like Fight Club as toxic masculinity, and I don't see that at all. I I, I think I think right. Fight Club's my favorite movie. Period. Yeah. Um, and I, I I think that's baseline masculinity. The questions that they're asking in that movie, are, you know, are just jabs at modern society and not necessarily. Oh, I got big dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you should isolate that and just play it yeah, sometime. That'll, yeah. that'll be an in between, in between songs. Like Let me interrupt good. real quick. Do, do any of you want a drink? Can I get I you guys anything? Thank you. All right. Thank you. Got water, okay. pop, beer. Yeah. Beer. If you want anything, beer. Just, just let me know. Speak up. I'll I'll get it for you. Thanks, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Okay. Metallica was the worst crowd I've ever been in in my life. Really. Just um, yeah. horrible. Like a dude threatened to pee on my back. And... <laughs> what a Seriously. weird threat. It's kind of popular in some cultures. But, no, he threatened to pee on me because I'll I had one. a Coheed and Cambria shirt on. That's horrible. Yeah. That's the worst. Like, he doesn't know you at all. Mm -mm. And because of a band you like, he's going to like... Threaten violence on you. It's yep. fucking now, I, I, yeah. Now, now, bringing up the country thing, I will say that uh, a lot of metal fans are are fucking elitists. Man, it's like, mm. oh, these fans are metal, and, and yeah. th these bands are not metal, and you know. My, I only listen to technical death metal. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> if there's any real singing, it's not metal. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. You don't want to talk to those guys, yeah. <laughs> right? That sounds horrible. Oh, I I feel like I feel like we might have known a a couple people like that back when we were playing in Aramont. It's like it's like Jesus, like very like pretentious when it comes to music. Just like what they listen to, not what they're playing or anything. It's just like okay. Like I have totally more than once by more than one person been accused of being a music snob. <laughs> and I'll own up to it like I can be, but I will come back and say it's like, man, this, 
you know, I'll listen to, I'll go from listening to Tool to freaking Mashuga to like Portishead or Counting Crows or, you know, it's like, don't try to pigeonhole me and like, oh, you only like things if it has like really hard guitars and screaming. So, well, yeah. No, I just like good music and it's, there's a lot of music out there. I don't think it's really good music. Right, but. right. But I think it was uh, when we had uh, BJ and Dylan in here um, that you kind of had your own personal epiphany there where it was like, okay, if we didn't have these these simple simple bands, you know, that that you didn't like, you know, that the music that, that you like now wouldn't have been as accessible. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. So I mean it kind of takes, you know, I mean your your tastes grow as you're as you're exposed, but you know, mm -hmm. it's like I don't think when I was a kid I would have dove right into Slayer without having yeah. Molly Crew first. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, you know, I, especially as as a young kid cuz yeah. you know, that's still when I, you know, Iron Man on the jukebox was the heaviest shit in the world. You yeah. know, at the bowling alley, it was like, holy shit, you know? And then there's heavier stuff than that. It's like, oh, my God. So, I mean, you need you need those stages. And <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's an audience for everybody. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's just, you know, if somebody likes Five Finger Death Punch, okay, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes. yes, I love that. That's like, Thank you. Those are words you're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> you know, no. I, I I know a lot of other cover bands that are way better than them. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a band called Zayo? Zayo. You've heard of them, right? No. Z-A-I-O? I've, I've heard you talk about them. Z-A-O. Z-A-O. Man, if somebody had heard of them, that must be way better. But Sounds familiar. When it? I was like 13... The album looked cool. the the actual The actual like CD jacket thing yeah, had a hole yeah. like burnt in the middle of it, and had all the song names. Like, anyway, it looked cool, and I picked it up, and I didn't know anything about metal really. Right. And it's like still one of the like most metal bands I've ever heard. Wow, and that got me into metal. That you know, that's that's the thing these generations are are gonna miss, I, and I think it's a good thing that that we do still have vinyl, um, because I remember going in, and of course it was CDs or hell tapes even before that, and just seeing an album cover and being like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Yeah. But, I gotta check these I guys love out. Doing that. Yeah, that's my and there's been a bunch of them that have just gone straight to the trash afterwards. But <laughs> yeah, you know, me too. I kick myself for spending that money, but you know, every now and then you get one of like. Have you guys uh, ever heard the band Inner Thought? No. Mm -mm. All right. Inner Circle. No. Inner no. Shikari. The, uh, this is a dude. I mean, back early '90s, maybe late '80s. Um. Oh, I I want to say that his name was Bobby like Sadzak or something like uh, I think he was like from a, like a Slavic kind of like Eastern Bloc European. All right, just uh, um, did all the music himself with like old school drum machines, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, then had this dude come in and it was the first thing that I ever heard where someone was doing like the low growly scream. Mm -hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. Like before Corn kind of did that, he's probably the first guy I heard that really made it popular. But this, and I was just like, 
that is fucking different but i did because the album cover was cool like i was like all right yeah. what is that you know yeah and those were those were good times there's a song on the first that guy's first album <clears throat> probably the only good song on the album and it's only because of this one thing it's like it's all it's low growly and it's about war and stuff and it's called drown in sorrow and then all out of nowhere the chorus just goes down and there's an operatic female singing the chorus and i was just like that's so fucking cool (laughs) that's the greatest thing ever yeah that's awesome i'm trying to i'm trying to remember you know we we talk about our connection with uh, helmet and i can't even remember how i i think I, i i don't think it was an album cover but i think it was uh like a guitar world article that I read about Helmet. I'm like, whoa, this is cool. So, you know, I went out and bought it and, and loved that album. Um, Machine Head's first album, that was that was bought strictly off of an album cover. And yeah. that, that was probably their, their second best that they've ever done. Um, I bought a Sepultura album because of the cover. I bought Typo <laughs> Negative, one of their albums because of the cover. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, there's, that's just a Do cool more. experience, and and people people don't have that anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, I did. Did you see where they think or they know, or maybe it already happened? But vinyl would outsell CDs this year, this year. last year. Yeah, the first time since hmm. CDs came out, I guess. Yeah, it makes oh, sense. That's, that's cool. interesting. Yeah, I, you know there there aren't a lot of CD collectors out there, yeah. and, and vinyl is still sought after as a collectible. I still got a couple of big. CD books up in my attic with all the pages, yeah. you know, that you can put CDs yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember just looking. Kids like will never know the struggle car. of like being in the car and flipping Yeah, through. what's funny yeah. is I, you know, I have a couple of big storage bins that are full of CDs and they're a mess now because when the kids were growing up, they're like, oh, well, let's go look through them, you know, and get this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were all in there because it didn't really matter. I'd ripped them all to the computer, right? So then that, that hard drive crashed and I'm like, shit. You know, there's, I'm never going to get some of those back because, you know, they were MP3s from unreputable sources. And, uh, <laughs> um, but hell now, now, you know, I, I pay five bucks a month for Spotify. And it's, it's, it's all there. there and I don't have to yeah, carry yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, weird. it's got its pros. We sound like old ass men right now. <laughs> I, will, I will say Spotify is amazing. It is. It's I helped me it. find so many bands. Right. I really? want to yeah. speak to people now saying if you listen to Spotify, if you find bands, try to buy stuff from them directly. If you find them on Spotify. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Try to support them if you like them. You know? Yeah. I've done that. 100% just like agree. Go over to iTunes and buy the album. and. Yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. Don't just yeah. stream them on Spotify. Go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. A, this is a question that's probably been posed to you in your life, but I haven't heard it in a while. Does anyone have a nice guilty pleasure band that we can all laugh about? Oh, I got a list. I got a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, a man. ton? Dude. Nice. Five Finger Death Punch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, Get out. I, don't, I don't feel guilty about any of them, but... Yeah, that's. Uh, I think the older I, I get, the less like I don't really feel ashamed anymore. Maybe yeah, ten years I, yeah, ago. Yeah, that goes but, with age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like, like yeah, screw you. I love the 1975, and people make fun of them. I don't even know what that is. I guess they're a newer band. Is that like an indie band? No, they're huge. I mean, like, huh. is indie it like rock. the like indie rocks? Oh yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like like I can just tell from the name. I guess. 
This year I was born. 75? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fucking old. <laughs> and people were just like. And just to clarify, I do not hate Five Finger Death Punch, but. I do. After their first <laughs> album, I don't want to listen to them anymore. You know what? They seem like the type of band you might beat your wife to. And I'm pretty sure their singer got arrested for beating his wife. So that's not wrong, what I said. <laughs> no, I don't blame you one bit. I'm going to stick to it. If you listen to them, come on, let's, I'll fight you. Come I mean, on. you know, you, could, that only you get makes a monster sense. energy drink. Yeah, I was going to say, it only makes sense if you're beating your wife with while you're drinking a monster. In, <laughs> in your affliction t-shirt. Right, right. To, yes. to beat in your Jinkos. <laughs> their their current drummer, their like fill in drummer, it's like Charlie Charlie In- Inland, something like that. It's like almost oh, like uh, Robert England, like Freddy Krueger, but it, it's oh. like really similar to that. Yeah, he is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he is so good. He bad has, like bad like he beats his wife. I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, you mean badass. badass. We're, we're talking shit, but you know what? If Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> called me tomorrow and said, hey, we'd like you to go on tour and drum with us, and we'll pay you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, dude. I'd, I'd be like, you know, honestly. That's a, that's a great question oh, to ask. Honest, yeah, honestly, do do honestly oh. they, they, they are geniuses as far as publicity goes. Because I guarantee you all that on again, <laughs> off again, tirades on the stage, Axl Rose type bullshit is fake. Right. Because yes. if it was real, they would not still be together. Something's going <laughs> no on. No human being would put up with that bullshit. I don't care how much. Uh, at that point, they weren't making that much money. It's kind of after that. And and uh, it's just the fucking covers, man. Just... <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's all I think I've ever heard. Me. Well, yeah. and I mean, if you're going to do a cover, if you're a popular band, you're going to do a cover, do something new with it. You know? Yeah. I mean, don't make it sound just oh, like the man. original song, just yeah. a little more distorted. That Bad Company cover, that got played on KMOD like in that song. 14 or 15 times a day. And that's part of it. Like it's, the, it's the Nickelback effect. Radio picks it up and they overplay yeah. it. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's yeah. true. That's but, true. but that first album was fucking heavy. It was all original. And, you know, I give them props for that album. But after that, it just... Oof. There was one single off that album that started showing up on, like, the... Like, we had Satellite, and when you go to, like, the higher channels, it was just, like, different genres of music. Yeah. And I kept hearing that one. Yeah. And. I, I couldn't tell you what the, I, any of the names were. Yeah. But I would have told. Uh, I, I got told rid of cable. Them, I got rid of cable. Um, but when I had cable, we had, the, like, the music choice thing. And right. Yeah, on the metal or whatever, maybe something like that. Got a short. S- station. Oh, I think I pulled it out a little bit. Uh, they had. A song by Five Finger Death Punch called Propane. P-A-I-N. Dude. And I was like, are you shitting me right now? Propane. Dude, there was a band called Propane. Just like that. (laughs) That that was like 90s, yeah. You know who names their album that? Five Finger Death Punch? Yeah, beats his wife, probably. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Hank Hill? Yeah, or Hank Hill. Yeah, Hank, Hill. Hill. Hank, Hank Hill spelled it different. <laughs> Hank Hill on an affliction. That's t-shirt. the only. That's the only time that's okay. Is if it's Hank Hill. <laughs> All right. That's the only time it's okay. Name it, Bobby. What I am listening to right now, and forgive me if anyone's listening to this, and I've said this before, you're going to hear it again, because I'm going to say it, dude. The. All right, Poppy. You guys listen to Poppy? I haven't I've gotten... heard. 
that before, man. I've heard you Dude. talk about it on this podcast. Maybe at all. Like, I do. She's got a few albums. I don't give uh, two shits about oh, any of the yeah, albums. We're talking to BJ and Dylan about this. I think maybe so. I think we might have brought it up. Yeah, because yeah. right then I was listening to it, and they just yeah. made the announcement that it was going to be Deftones, Gojira, and Poppy. Right, right. right. <laughs> that was like Whoa. that's amazing. So yeah, and she's is... she's like a a pop singer, right? Yeah. The latest album is interspersed with some things that are as heavy as you're ever going to hear on any album ever. Yeah. And uh, it's just super cool. Just yeah, really front yeah. to back. I love that album, yeah. dude. It, it's called I Disagree. <laughs> Poppy, I Disagree. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing album. And the cool thing is a lot, I think a lot of, of music is starting to go in that direction because there's so much blending, um, you know, uh, with, okay, so yeah, you got this traditional band and it's like, chops to the next section and it's yeah. like this trap beat you know I mean, right. it, this is like if billy eilish like wanted to to explore some metal in her music and then had some soaring brian may-esque guitar solos <laughs> and had some brutal breakdowns but st- and then just had some really melodic um pop did you guys ever listen to maximum the hormone no nope oh that's that's what I get from this new album. It's yeah, Maximum it's kinda... Hormone, and that's a Japanese band. And you, you gotta you gotta find their videos because those are the best. Maximum the hormone, the right? One. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that they probably didn't translate what they were wanting <laughs> <laughs> that to come out like very well. Oh, so they're but foreign. They're, yeah, they're, yeah Japanese. they're Japanese. Oh, Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they're fucking crazy. what we three years ago. Three years ago that we discovered that? At least. Was it, was it you or was it Jake that walked in here with it? <laughs> I can't remember who walked in with it on their phone. But I think it was Spencer Smith. Actually, really? He was one that turned me on to it. Yeah, I don't I know. I, we, yeah. we laughed our asses off. That's another one. All yes, right. it was because he loved the, the visual effects that they had yes. in that video. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. this is the one you can YouTube. Maximum the Hormone is the band. The song is Alien. Okay. Yeah. So. And Check watch it all the way. And watch to it the all end. the way through. <laughs> it will start out. You'll be like, "Oh, this is kind of like a system of a down kind of feel," and then it will totally flip on you and be like, "All right, Poppy, this is this is way different." <laughs> I don't know why, but out of everything we've talked about looking up tonight, this is the one that's really got me intrigued for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, it is, you'll but... probably see it before we leave. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, good. Yeah, yeah let's we'll, do that. we'll probably wrap this up for copyright yeah. reasons. And then uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think that you will, in the long term, you will enjoy Mr. Bungle the most. Okay. Of the things we've mentioned. It's probably the most accessible. Well, I don't, I don't even know that. I, I always describe them as music for the advanced listener. Yeah. Because they're pretty freaking out there. But I think it's something. It ain't Phantomas out there. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, maximum the hormone is cool. Like you'll be like, "Whoa, that's really cool." That blew my mind. But you may not want to listen to it over and over. Okay, you know if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and I'll throw out a band yeah. for you guys since Please we're doing do. this. Um, I've been listening to that unprocessed album quite. Oh, a while. that's so good. You you know that band? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. they are so good. Uh, I guess I need, yeah, to, check you need to watch them. Yeah. Unprocessed. That's the name of the band. Yes. Oh yeah, they're. The guy I showed you on Instagram? Yeah. Or I tagged you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unprocessed. Yeah, they're 
There's something else, but um, well, you've heard of that one. Um, I found a band on Spotify called Mandroid Echo Star. That's an incredible. And I actually just stumbled across <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah. I really like them a lot. Yeah, that, it's that, cool. That's the coolest name I've ever heard. Bunch of cool names. That is cool. Yeah, <laughs> but Did you guys uh, buried alive. B E. Yeah, yeah. Is that just a guy? It's a guy and his girlfriend, wife. They, okay. Yeah. I I see vi- videos pop up a lot, and it's yeah. him playing. Yeah, yeah then you'll see a video shit. where she's doing it. Oh, like, really? What the fuck? Hmm. Dude, there's yeah. this. Have you seen the kid? Oh gosh, I can't remember his name. There's this kid on Instagram, drummer. He has like kind of shaggy hair, short. Looks like he's like 16. He plays drums, and this chick plays keyboard. Do you know who I'm talking about? Does he play open-handed? I don't think so. Okay. Um, not the guy. Well, this is. You know what? I don't know who it is, so this doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's really good. It's right. really something else. <laughs> Another one I just thought of that I've been listening to a lot recently. Um, I just got turned on to him through Spotify, just randomly. Destiny Potato. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, freaking them. great. It's David David Maxim Michich. Yes. Oh, is that's, that? That's his other band. I, I did not even know that. Yeah. Dude, just... have, you've heard his, like. I just love like, the name. Na- yeah. His yeah. self-titled. They're just like his name. He has the like, albums that are just his name. He has like, just he has like Belo, like Belo EP, Belo Two, Belo yeah, Three. Right. I think is what it's called. Sounds Dude. like how I name demo so tracks. Good. Yeah, <laughs> the tuning it's low. It's in B. <laughs> and is is version two of him and like his woman or something? I that I don't. I know. haven't listened to that in a long time. But yeah, I don't he's, know. If they're... He's really good. Yeah. He he was kind of discovered at um Berkeley, I think. I think the wow. first Belo is like his uh his like senior project. Really? Yeah. Dude. How it's, cool. It's yeah. one of the like that's one of those Belo albums I listen to a lot. I don't remember yeah. which one it was, but he has a knack for like hooking you in and uh just instrumental. He's right? really, there's no vocals, right? Uh, there's not many. He has like a Russian dude that sings on a couple of them, or maybe I maybe Russian. I'm not sure, but I kind of wish Quentin was here so he could tell you about all the hardcore gangster Russian rap that he's been listening to. <laughs> <laughs> he played some of it. Yeah, it's pretty fucking horrible. I don't know what they're saying. You know, they're talking about petting kittens, but it's Russian. Whoa. Dude, they sound pretty metal anyway. Just right? talking, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I hate him though. He's like straight out the gulag, man. <laughs> man, Quentin, wish you were here. Just throwing that out there again. Congratulations, Quentin, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Got just graduating. Yeah, graduating. Yeah. I got two. So he's going back. He's going back to school. Is that? Yeah, he's gonna start his, his master's this summer. Yeah, he's gonna cool. Cool. Punishment. Punishment. What? He's a glutton for punishment. Yeah, right? I guess so. Colby's Colby's officially out of high school now. He's headed to AIT June 4th. So he'll be gone all summer in Virginia. Man, you're a... Empty nest. Empty nester. Empty nester. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now I got two rooms. Badass. <laughs> if you guys need what a babysitter. What with them? You guys need a babysitter, you know who to hit up. <laughs> Ain't me. <laughs> I did my time. You want to rent them out? The kids or the rooms? The rooms. I'll come live with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save a buck or two a month. See what it's like to live in the Austin household. Uh, it's furry. 
Nice. Very furry. Is that like I didn't you guys know dress you, up as animals? Yeah, I didn't know you and Brooke were into that. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, no, I mean, you don't have to dress up. Just roll around on the floor for a little bit. And you'll pick up all the air you need. I saw this thing. Okay, I was... It's a lint roller that you're talking about? Yeah, it's a lint roller. It's really yeah, cool. I've heard one. They've been around a while. I no, saw the, it the other day, too. This, uh, it was on TikTok. You guys ever watch TikToks? <laughs> Every now and then, whenever it comes up. I love cringe. I'm a real cringe boy. So <laughs> I don't I, know what that is, but I want to know. I just like to watch videos that make me uncomfortable. Okay. The, the and, shit that I, I cannot get through, I'm just like, I can't watch that. Alex sits there and like cracks up at it. And they're like, what, eight thing. seconds long? I mean, they're like vines, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them people make and they think they're funny. It's just like, oh, what are you doing? That's what I love. <laughs> so anyway, TikTok's great for that. But they had this uh, roller thing and... The lady just like it handheld and she just like went over the carpet and she opened it up and it was full. And yeah. I was like, I'm gonna buy one of those. I don't have any carpet. What are we doing here? I'm selling a I'm it. selling a lint roller on your podcast. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I should have held this for after. No, that's okay. Do it, do it. Hey, are these is we'll this, run ads is next this live time. on YouTube? Yeah, no, 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 it's not okay, live, good, but good. yeah. Good. I don't know why that's good. It doesn't really matter. No, we're not cutting we anything out. We don't edit for content. Yeah. You don't? So, no. I asked for many things to be cut out last time, and I don't think it was. So. <laughs> no. You know what? That's for the best. I I self-sabotage on our podcast, uh, soundcloud.com slash strangedayspodcast. Get that plug in there. We're getting Yes, there. get that. And um, I self-sabotage, and I end up cutting a lot of dumb shit out that I say. And I'm like, I'm editing, and I'm listening to it, because I never remember where anything is. And I'm like, fuck, why did I say this? And I have to go cut it out. And these guys say something they want to get cut out. I don't cut it out. <laughs> I just leave it. You know, I say that we never edited, never edit, but... There's one, t- I did make one edit in one podcast. Yeah, it was a, Oh, you so, said the N-word. Someone yeah, dropped an a, N-bomb. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, someone really did <laughs> drop the N-bomb. Wow. It was not Matt, it was not me. I know which one I and bet. It, I it, bet it, it was Ghost in the Atlantic. And it, it was not, uh, it was not in a derogatory no, way. No, it was not. Means. It was right. not in an insulting derogatory way. It was like, it was like you could replace that word with like brother or yeah. dude or yeah. something, you know. It was Alan. Wasn't it? I, we're not. We're not. I saying. will neither confirm nor deny these. Dude, that podcast allegations. Was crazy. Was I'm so, so surprised. There was a lot going on. <laughs> Three hours, man. It was so Dude, much fun. It was. It was. And like, I know it was a whole bottle of whiskey. We've been play- <laughs> we've been playing with Jared Hayden for a long time, but the other two, I couldn't quite tell who was talking when, and so like there was just there'd be people. Like, I guess the other two would be talking. I'm like, I don't know who was who, and they were just saying it was too much. Well, and then of course we had Quentin that night. <laughs> yeah, too, that's right. Yeah, and and Quentin uh, was feeling real good. <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling really good, man. Uh, so yeah, so there was what three of them, three of us, yeah. And then you know we'd have normal conversations, but then you know somebody get into a little mini conversation. Yeah, we get that's, that's where the video came in real handy. But she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." <laughs> yeah, those guys. We love those guys. We have a lot of ties to their band. Um, they are great. We've They're known their drummer so Shay forever. Their bass player used to play with us in Aeromont, yep. Jarrett, and uh, Jared Hayden used to play in Stone Crow. Stone right? Crow, right. yeah. We play a lot of shows with them back yep. in the day, all the time. So that's been Wish. like. Fun fact, uh, straight away, their bass player 
played in Stone Crow with Jared. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's wow. right. Yeah. All right. I saw a picture. The I just stumbled like, across that the other day. Holy shit. What is his name? Richard. Richard. Yeah. Richard, Richard Four. Richard that's, that's why he goes, goes by on Facebook, at least. Oh, shit. I think. He didn't Richard's want his last name out there. I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> yeah, Did it's you? like Richard Forehead or something. <laughs> he's a hell of a bass player. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He, uh, yeah, he was playing with Stone Crow when we first met those guys, and... We played a really cool show with them at, um, like, an old theater in Oklahoma, maybe, somewhere. Like, maybe Nowata. Theater. It was, it was like, a two-day thing, and they had a bunch of bands come from Tulsa. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's ja- uh, remember James Haynes? Yes. He was, How like... How could I forget? He played the night before us, and one of us was, like, he came up to us, and he was like, you guys sounded great. And we weren't there the night before. And one of us was like, you too, dude. And he was like, yeah, we didn't play tonight. It's like, God. I feel like that happened to me every time we played. Remember we played with Damp? And their guitar mm-hmm. player was Damp? a twin. Yeah, their band that, name was Damp. That, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a horrible name for I a band. Them. They no, might be they great. Were, but no, it's not. Yeah, it's like, it's, if the, their first them, album was perfect. Moist. Dude, Moist yeah. is how they got their band name. Right. <laughs> They didn't want to call it moist, though. Anyway, it was about some, like, one of their moms or something. I don't know. Right. Oh, I don't know what's going on. But they, um, their guitar player was a twin, and I swear to God, every time we played with them, I'd go out and smoke in the alley, and he'd be out there, and I'm like, oh, you guys sounded awesome. And he'd always say, like, thanks. And then I'd see the fucking other one. And I'm like, I'm like wait, which one? And he's like, yeah, it wasn't me. But he... You could tell it happened so much, he just said, like, He just rolled thanks. with it. Yeah. And he was at, like, every single show the twin came to. Yeah. So it was, like, always a chance of fucking it up and talking to the wrong one. <laughs> just, right. He's the one with the blue sneakers. He's the one with the white I sneakers. I should have done that. But you never think about that until it's too late. Right. You just carry a red Sharpie whenever you see him. You just right across the face. <laughs> you barely know him, really. They kind of, like... They kind of had a Meshuggah vibe. I remember the first time we played with them, and it just, like, it was the lowest tuning you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> and the singer, I can't remember his name, he was, like, a pretty skinny, oh, like, yeah. normal-looking dude. And then once he started screaming, it was, like, <laughs> the most brutal Powerful. thing you've ever heard in your life. Wow. Man, they were fun. They were so good. Did you guys Are they ever, still uh, playing? Are they still around? No, they're, they're oh. split up. They tried to do, like, a reunion show not too long ago, and it just, like, I don't know if it fizzled out or what, but yeah. nothing ever mm. happened, I don't think. Did you guys ever hear of Conflicts in Kansas City? No. We split with them. Well, they, were one, they were another band that was, like, just... It's like, man, even like when you're first meeting them or when you've only played a couple shows, you're like, it just feels like, like, these are your boys, you know? Yeah. It's just you can have fun and just completely have unfiltered conversations with them. It's just one of those bands that was just really fun to play with. That's badass. They were like big in Kansas City and they like, didn't they like collaborate with Tech Nine once? I remember them talking about it. Yeah, they did something. And I think they played shows with, um, uh, Kublicon. Yeah, Kublicon. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, they were they were pretty good size in Kansas City, I think. What what are they called again? Conflicts. Conflicts. All right. Yeah, they were this band that was like they were big enough that we had a a negative opinion of them before we played with them because for some reason our old singer thought they were like 
like pretty arrogant or something. So I went in thinking like these guys are probably assholes. Yeah. And I should never do that. And I was so wrong. Nicest dudes ever. They were so nice. So that's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great when that happens when you just click with people. Yeah. Like uh, we um, have played several times now with a band out of Wichita called Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And they could not sound more different than we do. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, totally not even the same genre. But it's so fun to play shows with them. Because just on a personal level, we just get along yeah, so well. They're I the coolest. That. I mean, every time you see them, it's like it's like your long-lost brothers. Like, it's like, oh, what is happening? It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's great. Makes it so much funner. Yeah. Yeah, we... Aside from, like, you guys, we don't really have bands that we, like, know very well anymore. You know, we play so rarely that, like, yeah. we just don't really have that. So that's weird. That needs but... to change. Yeah. That needs to change. Because you guys are too good to just not be, I don't know, out and about in front of people. I think we're all, none of us were ever, like the one that really like tried to go get shows, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, so like we just don't like actively seek shows. Like in our last band, it seemed like Jarrett really, Jarrett went like hard. put in the work <laughs> yeah. to get shows. Yeah. And so we could do a little more probably to, to play <laughs> shows. But <laughs> we don't. I don't like, I don't know about you guys. I want, um, I want to get something like fully recorded, like just like yeah. an EP. Just get something that we can like yeah. hang our hats on and like show to people. Yeah, and yeah, we need that. That pressure, yeah, 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 needs yeah. to happen. I think like I, I've, I've played a few shows with my other band, and I feel like I've met enough people that I could get us on to some pretty cool shows. If I, but I, I feel weird like messaging somebody asking about a show and them like yeah we never like, have anything to show <laughs> yeah like there's just not much yeah. so far yep you know Someday. i know of some live videos that are pretty good there are some oh live yeah videos this is true we're graciously filmed <laughs> yeah yeah that's all i ever use i'm like go check this out because even especially some of them i know our first show you did this but you like split them up into songs and stuff yeah Man. yeah that blew my mind you are too kind yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, I am too kind. No, I I think it's not. Uh, I th- I don't think I'm overstepping my bounds to say that if Matt really believes in somebody and really genuinely loves what you guys are doing, you know, then he doesn't feel bad about going out of his way to do that. Um, well, you it's, know. It's appreciated yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think if so. he didn't, well, I guess the kind of converse way to say that is that if he didn't truly believe in what you guys were doing then he wouldn't have spent the time and energy to do it you know well that was our first show so he could have been like this is a waste of my time (laughs) but then maybe he wouldn't have done record another one so that the second one that's when you know the the biggest disappointment at the first one is that we never had zix (laughs) zix zix I wanted some Zix as well on yes. that show. We never I, from, from now on, I'm calling your kick drum. I'm calling Zach's kick drum Zix. Oh, he was saying, Zix. trying to say your um, name. Yeah, that's my new Zach nickname. Zach and kick mixed yep. together. Zix. Zix. <laughs> Zix drum. I thought you were going to say you wanted some Zix in your Zass. 
diseases. Wait, Zeus and Muses. Oh, I get it. I get it. I didn't get it at first. Oh, uh, like. But uh, we didn't. We didn't have the sound right uh, for your set in the kick drum. I, I remember was, that was everything that was picked up was strictly acoustically. Yeah, because we didn't didn't have the the mic up right. I remember like messing with the mic, and Spencer actually like asked me if I. He said like I think it's just not tuned right, like my kick drum. Yeah, he didn't know you very well yeah. then, I guess. Yeah. I was, <laughs> no, I was, excuse me. But, no, you wouldn't do. That. But I was really, and I was like, I didn't know Spencer very well at all, and I was like, man, do I just. Do I pull my kick drum off and try to retune it right here in front of everybody? Like, <laughs> so I like, I just assumed like Spencer knows, I mean, knows what he's doing for sure. But it's like, if he says it's not tuned right, then this thing ain't tuned right. <laughs> Turns out the mic wasn't plugged in. I, I can't remember what it was. It, it was something simple. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, I don't, like right. I don't even remember this. Or it was, it was routed to the wrong channel or because we were using the giant board at that time hell oh. that channel may have been dead yeah it was there's some, there bad, was some bad channels on that on board it. yeah yeah but that was like four years ago i think was like at least wow, 2016 yeah. i bet yeah. oh really yeah i thought it was like nine years ago oh shit. no no, no edge has only been together this lineup's <laughs> only been together for five so. oh, wow dude i got i got asked if i was married that night Oh, yeah. wow. I forgot By about that. About a 55-year-old woman. <laughs> so, it's the only, that's the only time that's ever happened in my music career. Wow. There'll be like, some cougars in southeast Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I've been saying it for years. You're like, get out of here, you damn filthy fucking barfly. <laughs> Gross. And you, you know who we should have here, just as an aside, because this just struck it in my memory. Uh <laughs> We should have Mark Gray come in here. Yeah? That'd be... Yeah? Yeah. You guys know him? Do some stories. Yeah, I know some stories for sure. He's a drummer. What... Who did he play with? He's played with a bunch of people, I'm sure, that I'm not even thinking of. But Well, the... Yeah. the it was... Uh, Randall Heron. Um... <laughs> I just <laughs> you made me laugh. Sorry, I, I can't. I can't remember. Oh, dude, but, I got my uh, pop over my glasses. He he's a just he's a, a super solid drummer, one of the coolest guys ever, and he has stories, stories he's like local? that that went maybe a little farther. Yeah, <laughs> he may have indulged a little yeah. more. Than yeah, I did. yeah, well, and uh, that's what we're here for: fishing stories. Yeah, but uh, he'd be a cool, cool dude to get some uh some stories out of yeah, for sure yeah. <laughs> well going back to new music what are you listening to jared what am i listening to right currently man lullabies huh lullabies, lullabies. man i listen to a lot of a lot of softer stuff jared Seems has to be jared, i bet out of all of our playlists jared's is probably the most diverse i bet i don't know absolutely i, I bet probably not well i don't know Yes. I follow a lot of bands off of uh, Polyvinyl Records from, I think they're, I don't remember where they're at, but they have a lot of Canadian bands, like indie rock bands. <laughs> One of them is called Always. They're from Canada. They're cool. Kind of soft stuff. What about um, Doja Cat? Oh, yeah, I like Doja Cat. She's a rapper. 
He's got female rappers in this playlist. I told she's you. She's kind of like Nicki Minaj. Awesome. I told you how diverse he is. She's got a song big on TikTok at the moment. Dude, she, her her songs are super catchy. Yeah. The videos are crazy. <laughs> it's not what I expected. It is like softcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah she's, she's a hottie. I did not expect that. Okay, because she cause, wants it too. Okay, because you know what happened, Daryl. Was on Facebook yeah. asking for workout music, and you posted that. Right. Yeah. And I saw that, and I'm like, I trust Jared with my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up this person because I had no idea who it was, and I'm gonna check this band out. And I was laying in bed right next to Megan. I looked it up on YouTube, and all of a sudden, this like this crazy shit popped up from what I posted. And I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck, Jared? Led me astray. So he's like, hey, well, Megan, uh, are you feeling the mood? <laughs> I will say, you could probably get some leg days done to that music, probably, you know? Work, work them booties, you know? Maybe some, <laughs> maybe some shower <laughs> towel lifts. Or... <laughs> oh, shower towel lifts. Oh, man. So this is what he it came up with that. curls. He came yeah. up with that so fast. I think maybe he's like, dude, do you do that? <laughs> yeah. is, that a, is that a real thing? I got a few years on this planet over you guys. I'm telling you. Should get your shower towel listen <laughs> before it's too late. Gonna start doing it, man. <laughs> I, I want to up my game. <laughs> The old dick game, <laughs> what they're talking about. In case anyone was wondering, cut that so out. So much for subtlety. <laughs> okay. Nope. Don't cut that I'm out. Leave it, it in there. Yep. Sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you heard, you heard him here. Dick game. <laughs> you heard it. You heard him here. Leave your boner in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the Jared. Yep. Was it your birthday yesterday? It was, yes. Man, happy birthday. Thank happy you. birthday, Related Jared. I got you, I got both of you a birthday <laughs> gift coming. When's your birthday, Thank Zach? You. Uh, April 27th. Oh, well, Thank happy you. late birthday to you, too. Do you want me to tell you guys what it is? Yeah. Unless it's it next year. It is the 1991 New York Knicks card. I don't remember the player with the Menendez brothers. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. I got you guys. I got me one, too, actually. Cool. Wow. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> So that is a perfect segue into Strange Days. Ah, yes. Strange Days. So let's talk about Strange Days. Okay. What do you want to talk about? How long, long, uh, what is it, two, three years that you guys have been doing that? Off and on? Yeah, yeah. Probably three years, yeah. About that that long. We we basically, God, we just wanted to do a podcast, I think. And something we all shared a love for is like spooky stuff. So we thought, originally the podcast started as just like, let's bring in just weird stories to tell. And um, and that was basically basically going to be it. And over the years, it's evolved to like listeners sending in stories. And now a lot of it is like historical oddities almost, um, and things like that. And well, now it, re- it really doesn't happen now. But um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you when guys we are... do it, yeah. when we do it. We we have thirty episodes and um, so like they've really evolved into into uh, one specific topic 
of research over something. So, and I like that a lot now rather than just bringing yeah. in random stories, but um, that's how it started. So, so, so you, you evolved into field trips. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we started, so I, we would, we would tell ghost stories and it really got me into it. So I eventually bought a couple of ghost hunting devices, um, like EMF and EVP and some things like that or, um, whatever. And, and then we started, I don't know what we did first. We've done quite a few things, but, um, it's, uh, we've, we've gone on ghost hunts and we film, put them on YouTube, youtube.com slash Alex M one four one. Everybody hear that? Hello? <laughs> yeah, we got it. Okay. Man. Um, just making sure that the plug got in there. So, um, we started uploading things, um, ghost hunts in different places. We would go out in cemeteries and fields and do all kinds of little stuff. And, um, and it's just evolved from there but it's a lot of fun like now like this past year we we did guided tours at the public library in independence and the the uh historical museum in independence we I think we had like 70 people or more yeah, nuts. buy tickets to these events and come and so like it's it's turned into something really cool i think yeah so, absolutely i i love it it's a lot of fun and uh we have a video from a ghost hunt in Joplin that I still haven't finished, but there there should be an it's close. So there should be a video out, out soon of a of a pretty cool house in Joplin where where I caught an EVP that I'll let you guys hear. That's one of the mm-hmm. weirdest things I've caught, really. I what what does EVP stand for? Um, electronic voice phenomenon. All right, and um, it's kind of like when you. When you ask the questions and then you play it back and you turn up the the gaps and you can hear hear things sometimes. And this was weird. I had several mics going and we were talking and stuff, but one mic I can't even describe the noises that started happening in this microphone yeah. sitting on the on this kitchen counter on a little tripod or something. And it just sounds fucked up. And <clears throat> I went to my other mics and there was nothing on them. Was, that's the noise. I was fucking caught. So <laughs> that was it, basically. Somebody must have been making body noises by it. No, but um, I thought the mic was messed up, and but right after I pick it up or and carry it in the next room, and then just like it's working perfectly. I don't know. It's it's really weird, but. You guys will be able to, anybody that wants to see it, will be able to see it pretty soon. I'll, I'll upload it. Awesome. Well, you got a little uh, notoriety from Travel Channel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we got we got on Travel Channel. Twice, that's, that's, right? Nope, just once. Just the one time? Well, they played it like 400 times, which is cool. Well, they've got the, the original trip that you and Megan took, right? Mm, yeah. They, they used footage from both. So my first trip to the Crescent Hotel... In 2015. That's uh, Eureka Springs? Yeah, in Eureka Arkansas. Springs, Arkansas. Okay. And I wasn't into ghost hunting at all. And we hadn't started the podcast. And it maybe it's really what pushed my love of paranormal to the next level. Because, like, I caught a really weird thing happening um, in that hotel. And 
Um, you can see the video. You can see the whole travel channel segment on my YouTube page if you want to see what happened and, and stuff. But um, it kind of it went up going viral on Facebook, and it racked up like it kind of stalled out around a half million or something. But in the first like few days, it was up <laughs> like two or three hundred thousand, and then it, it really slowed down, and now it's. It's just buried, but um. You see in the the comments on that video on YouTube, your clip with Megan, like there's people trying to debunk. Oh yeah, yeah, debunk yeah. It. yeah. Like, yeah. We know him. We know he's not pulling any tricks. Yeah, right. But these people don't, and it's weird. Yeah, seeing I, them. I totally yeah. get it too, because I'm yeah. a huge skeptic, and I I think you kind of have to be to be halfway credible, right? Doing what we do, you can't just go in telling people like this is going to happen and we believe this it's like this could happen and this is maybe what it means and and who knows but mm-hmm. um uh so yeah people think a lot of of weird things but it was a stupid expensive stay in a hotel and we didn't know anyone <laughs> that could have helped us pull this off but um so what what happened is what happened and it was really neat and everything but so um so it was really cool that it, it went viral on Facebook and, and uh that was awesome. But then like a year later or we maybe two years later, we'd already started doing the podcast and um we had went back to the Crescent to film a video, the three of us, and it was a lot of fun and we caught some weird shit also, just like the devices just going crazy and like Zex saw something and um it was just weird. It's just a it's just a weird place. Yeah. You know, I, I watched at least what you've, what you've put out of that video. And it, to me, it's hard to question the legitimacy of it because so many times you're like, that's ah, freaking me out. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole bunch of that. For real. Oh. Like, oh, when we're okay, there together? These, these are three grown men. Dude, okay. it, it freaks, there's a feel in that building. They're, they're freaking out. Okay? It freaks I mean, me out. It really does, and it and it wasn't like it wasn't like, you know, the the melodramatic. Oh my god, I'm so scared. No, it's like right. This is fucking <laughs> creepy. It's, it's, it's one of those weird things. It's exhilarating. It's exciting, but it's also scary. So it really, it's like thrill seekers almost. Like yeah. it's my version of that because like, like it really gets my heart going. I and, almost started crying. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was, like I was. I went into the bathroom like pretty much right off the bat but i like i swear to god stepping foot in that place you feel something like you feel you feel like a i guess like a dread almost there's an energy there yeah Yeah. definitely but um yeah i was i was in the bathroom and the door was shut and i was like looking ahead and i just saw like a white light and it just like traveled a little bit and then dropped and disappeared and i fucking like I teared up instantly because I had no idea. And it wasn't just like what I saw. It's like what I felt. It's yeah. like I feel like something just happened to me and I can't explain it. Yeah. So it yeah. was intense. And... and I came out like staring at his camera, half crying. I'm like, good gosh. No. And it's cool because the hotel, like, they 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 embrace it, but they don't lean into it. Right. So they don't. They don't try to. You can go on the tour, and they don't try to scare you or anything. Oversell like it. Historical yeah. tour. Yeah, they could be really cheesy if they yeah. wanted to, but they don't do that at all. 
So like at one point when I got really freaked out at one point, I put the EMF and that's a, uh, a electronic field. What's it? Elect oh, electromagnetic right. field detector. So you have to really get it up next to like a, an outlet for it to go off. It has to have a strong electronic um, charge in the air <clears throat> for it to register. So it does a lot of crazy stuff in that hotel. And at one point I set it on that, that little like cat. It was like, it was like a little booth thing. Yeah. And I set it on there and it was going off and it, I was like, Oh, okay. Going off something like, sitting in here. Going know? off like full blast. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Wow. And then I, what I did was I thought maybe there's something in the wall behind it or whatever. So I took the EMF and I, I took it, I left it at the same uh, height and I took it through like a little path. And once it left the chair, it stopped going off. And then I put it back in the chair and then I drug the chair down the same path and it stayed, it went off the entire time. Something was in the chair. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Whoa. something's in the chair. And that freaked me out. Anyway, really derailing That's freaking here. me out. And I'm like <laughs> sitting here, not even anywhere oh, near. Dude. Oh, dude. I get so freaked. I was freaked out last night. I was watching horror videos on YouTube. <laughs> and half of them like, this is fake, but it is scaring the shit out of me. That one you sent us with the thing looking over the stairs. Oh, like the guy when he's dancing. Yeah. That got me, man. That really got me. Yeah. Okay. So... We put out this video on YouTube. It was really cool and everything. And uh, so I ended up getting contacted by Travel Channel. And they liked the video a lot. They wanted to buy it and put it on a show, <clears throat> a new show they were making. And um, so, like, we came up with a contract and everything, and they bought it. I still own it. They just technically leased it for, like, use on one, on one show. And they, they bought my original footage and the footage of us. We didn't even know what they were going to do with the footage exactly. We didn't know if like Zach and Jerry were going to be in it or if, if I was going to be even, even in it or just my voice. Or <clears throat> So anyway, um, they ended up doing a Skype interview, so I got to do an interview about it, and it just came out really well. They gave us like the episode title and the, the lead-in clip, and it was the, the, the like... Um, they just did a really good job at, like, the... What am I trying to think of? Uh, I'm forgetting a word. The video, like, uh, um, gosh damn it. <laughs> like the production value, I guess. Presentation? The presentation, yeah. The package they put together oh, was, was really impressive. <clears throat> like, they had these beautiful, like, aerial shots of the, the city right. and the or the town and the hotel and stuff. And it's just, like... It came out really well, and I was really happy because I was scared. No, and, it was good. I watched yeah. it. Um, I, I don't was have afraid. I don't have cable anymore, so I watched your YouTube mm. version of it. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. It was, yeah, I was I was really it was happy. Really with fucking it. cool. I was scared that. And it, then then uh, I, you had uh, the the video of you watching it live. I watched that too. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. The, what yeah. was that? I think it was. I think somebody somebody in your family filmed me. Well, filmed. All of you watching it on the TV. Oh, I'm not surprised. It was on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. And I don't even, they don't even tag me on it. But, um, so it, it came out really well. I was scared to death. I don't know how the Skype interview went. I was nervous. I was like practicing what I was going to say. I didn't know what the questions were going to be. And I was like, 
I was like thinking of every scenario. Uh, if they ask me could... this, I'm going to say this. And I, it was like straight up Ricky Bobby. Did. <laughs> yeah. You said you put like in the background, you put like Flosion stickers and stuff at first, and they told you to take them down. Yeah. They were like, we, they were like, they were like, what is all that? You can't have that back there. So I ended up just being in front of a blank wall. And uh, I had no, it was a blur. I had no idea what went. So I was like, man, I might end up in. A cringe compilation that I'm watching someday. <laughs> like, look at this loser try to talk on camera. But that's uh, how I feel every time we do this podcast. <laughs> right, every time. Isn't it weird? It's like I don't feel like that when we're doing it. It's when we go back, you know, go back and edit, and I'm listening. Oh god. The, oh. the worst is when you start. Like the beginning of every episode we've done. Like no matter how many you do, the first like five minutes. It's it's tough to really get comfortable for me. Yeah. Until like you know a few minutes in at least because like as much as it is just talking with your buddies like yeah. there is an elephant in the room and there are microphones in front of your face and uh, well in the first five minutes is like you you deliver it like a standard interview right yeah so it's like I ask a question or introduce everybody you ask a question. And then it devolves from there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's what we all want to get to, at least here. It's like, that's, uh, I never want it to be like an interview. You know, I want it to be a conversation. So yeah, it's, totally. It's my fun. problem is that I will sit there and try and think like, oh, how, how am I, how do I want to get my point across? And I'll stumble and try, it'll take me a long time to formulate what I'm trying to say. Like I just did. Mm-hmm. And and then I'll go back and listen to it. I was like, God damn it. Learn how to speak to people. What are you doing? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. It's, it, you're not alone. It's a skill. We're figuring it out. We're going to yeah. get better. Maybe. Well, and, and the main reason we, we do video is because apparently I talk with my hands a lot. So it's good to see that, right? You're doing it right now. I know. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what you guys should do? So and when I, when I do my interpretive yeah. dance, it's important to capture that. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of my favorite things to do on our podcast is, and we've only done two, but you guys have done like little bits of trivia. Oh, yeah. And when we did two episodes dedicated to just trivia, those were great. That, that is fun. so much fun. Yeah. You should just like, you guys should just come up with your own little games to play. And man, that's, that's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. And like, you guys are really at a, a another level, because like, we impromptu talk to talk a little bit, and like those trivia episodes are kind of, but like, we have almost scripts on a lot of our stuff that we read from. So like, you guys have to keep conversation going. Right. And that's really hard. Right. That's like right. that's probably the hardest thing you can try to do. For, fortunately, both of us talk a lot (laughs) yeah i'm just i think we're curious people and we're all full of bullshit too so (laughs) you guys do great Um, like i remember the first episode i was very impressed i was like they don't sound stiff at all dude i was (laughs) i was impressed with that episode i was like (laughs) you know how are we just it's gonna be like 30 minutes long ended up being like an hour and a half right talking shit we totally went into that going like dude this is gonna be horrible but let's see what happens i'll I'll never forget our first episode we had a little intro and and like that was counting down i was like oh fuck like (laughs) i was so nervous and it's just like you could hit stop. We could have redone it. Or right. Whatever, and it's just right. me and my friends. But, dude, that, that was scary. 
And I remember talking like, hey, everyone, blah, blah, blah. And, and thinking like, oh, my God, these guys think I'm a fucking idiot. I'm just like talking <laughs> to myself. I'm talking to no one. It's was, weird. Yeah, it's I was just, just a weird thing. I was just sitting there like, keep talking, Alex. Keep talking, Alex. Keep talking, Alex. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I feel that way every time I hit record to try to record some music. Yeah. All of a oh, sudden, geez. everything gets 10 times harder. <laughs> like, for yeah. no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to if that's just stuck with you, like, or you can get over that. But I have that bad. Like, when I when I know it's like, like recording stuff. When I know it's getting recorded, I'm a different person. Right. Yeah. I have to really, really work on that. Yeah. Actually, you're doing fine. I mean, this second time here, you've had plenty of episodes there. You do you do fine. I think he's probably talking about music. Are you well, talking about both. music? Both. Yeah. Both. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're an old pro. I don't know the podcast you define with, I don't notice anything. So, Recording, I have no fucking clue. We haven't recorded anything in like <laughs> eight years. <laughs> I, I, I find that uh, recording-wise, if I'm warming up, I will fucking nail it. Hit that record button and really? it goes to shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually, if I can, if I can get it on the first take, that's going to be the best because it's going to be a train wreck after that. Yeah, especially and when you really get in your own head... It yeah. starts getting bad, and all of a sudden, it's like when you say a word too many times, and you start to wonder, like, is this even a word? Like, yeah. You have to look up right. an example of it to see if, like, you're even using an, an actual word anymore. Yeah. It's like that with playing sometimes, like, and is this even right at all? Right. Like, yeah, you 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 have to clear your brain. Your brain's kind of clear, like when you start. So, yeah, it's really your best chance of getting it. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna break. You know, get as much as you can in that first take, and then uh, yeah, go ahead and finish out that take. You know, restart it and get that last tail in. Yeah, and then yeah, go really. back and try and get it as one complete take. Yeah, because you're gonna fuck up every take after that. <laughs> I've <laughs> it just happens. I've recorded <laughs> twice at um, uh, Zombie Life in Joplin, mm -hmm. and the first time for whatever reason it was like you had to do the whole song perfectly all the way through. Like, there's no punching in anywhere. Yeah, no pressure. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. But I got through it, and I was like, God, if I could just, like, if I could just play this section and then, like, get counted into the next section, I could, like, really focus on each section. Right. And so mm -hmm. I went in the second time. I was like, here we go again. I've got to just, like, really get this down. And that time we could. So, like... Jared was having me play, like, I would play a song one way, and then he would punch me in and apart, and I would play, like, a different fill there. And that seemed, like, way, way less pressure, like, being able to start in the middle of the song. And Yeah, I think, I think you can, I think you capture more raw energy if you can do it all in one take. Yeah. It, it'll right. just feel more natural. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's what, what the tools we have now are for. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, hell most of these demos that i've been sharing with him are okay i came up with part and then later on i come up with another part and you know, they're just pieces stacked on top of each oh, other. oh yeah we know that. and then i'll go back and you know eventually go back and put it all as one if i can mm -hmm. probably can't <laughs> <laughs> you can do it you can do it uh oh and you know when we did the the first album, the drums of course were the 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 biggest pain in the ass because you're not just punching in one track. You know you're you're we're, what punching in ten. I think we had 
10 mics on the kit. Oh, I think it was more than that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow. I think it was so, more than that. So, you know, you have to go through <laughs> select all of them and yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's and what no it's there pressure, for. pressure, right? Yeah. <laughs> And that's like just so you know, I have to reselect all these every time you fuck up. So <laughs> yeah, uh, please don't. Talking about please do it right. Talking about cringe when I listen to some of my performances on that album, I'm like, Ugh. on what yeah. you guys the, got, the full length that you put up? <laughs> yeah, we, we got it out. Oh, it's good. We it's learned good. a lot. I want to say that we yeah. learned a lot. Um, I'm proud of what we did, but dude, you're doing the same think, thing we all do. Like, yeah. Yeah. you're hearing so much oh, more I'm than sure, everyone yeah, else yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's impossible not to do that. I, so well, right, I right. It. But I mean, I think you know, it'd be weird if you didn't do that. I'll probably feel like that every time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because every time you want to be like, ah, oh, all right, that could have been better. I, I next time, I'm going to do this differently, and yeah. and we'll have just a slightly better product, and we'll just keep pushing forward and keep always want to progress. Yeah, always progress. That's that's all. Well, and, that's and the, the key to everything in like life i think i yeah. think just keep trying to do better the, the, the question going forward is you know we had one song in particular on that that album that was written in the box right, we didn't have it written we yeah. hadn't played it all together before we crafted the song um and so the the drums were written while he's out delivering mail in his head and then we got in here and he tried to figure it out and we tracked it, you know? Right. So right. I, is that, you know, is that a, a better way of doing things or have things changed since you, since you did that? Or are you sticking to those drums? I'm sticking to those actually a lot more than I am the other, the yeah. other way. Yeah. So I, hmm. I, I'm sure it's, yeah. it's, it's different for everybody, but that might be, that might be one of those things that, that we look at. Do we, do we write in the box or? think i don't know what do you guys think i'm talking too much what do you guys think about that we might write in a very un unconventional way but i'm not sure how unconventional it is anymore well what, explain I, your process yeah. yeah if you don't mind if it's not like a secret no, like the like the seven secret, secret spices or jared i'll let you take this one okay because you do quite a bit of, of writing for us well i write just at home a lot of stuff random riffs and stuff then I'll put them on Guitar Pro, try to do it the best I can on there, just okay. have it down. But then, like, a lot of songs that we play, we've we've jammed and built them together. So there's a few like that. And yeah, Zach writes a lot of songs on, on Guitar Pro. We They're mostly super all crazy good. Well, do you play guitar too, Zach? No. Or are you just <laughs> I learned, pounding out like. I just put in numbers and <laughs> sometimes sometimes, oh, okay. sometimes they have to be transposed. Yeah, because um, yeah. sometimes there'll be impossible chords and stuff, but All for right, the most part, like yeah. it, it, he does a really good job at. I've never used playable. Guitar Pro, I guess. So I'm just I, I'm. I've, I I feel like know. I feel like Guitar Pro is like the fourth member of the band. Like it, yeah, because yeah, we'll just wow. email them to each other, and if we decide to learn it, we, yeah, we'll just show up at practice, basically knowing it. That's awesome. Yeah. So. We pretty much. I don't. It's weird how it works out, but yeah. we'll. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you guys. We'll like, I feel like I think I know the song and then we'll go to the first practice and try it a few times. It's rough. And it's just a little bit like somebody from the outside listening would say like, okay, that's fine. But it doesn't feel perfect to us. But then like 
I guess it just shows us what to work on for next practice. And then yeah. usually by the second time together playing it, we have it down and it's that's where yeah. it stays. I think that's you can rad. you can learn it perfect at home, but you've never played it live with right. the band. Yeah. Most of yeah. the time I haven't played it standing up and then but yeah, it's so we don't do a lot of like learning in practice. We do mostly just going over everything. We mostly learn at home. Yeah, I think that I mean that's always been my perspective is that's probably the most efficient way and the, and the best way to I think so think too. about rehearsals. Yeah. Yep. It's like you, you know, you're not there to to learn, you're there to get it all synced up and and together. Yeah, cuz if yep. generally if someone's learning then everyone else is having their time wasted. <laughs> Right, not right, not to yeah. sound like rude or anything. No, right. well, no, no that's, but you know, that's legitimate. Like, you all have you all have day jobs. Like two, you have kids. Like I just feel bad um, if like I'm trying to learn something or I don't know something very well, and Zach has to just sit there. Jared has to just sit there and wait till I try to figure out what it. You know, right? Yeah. So that still happens, but I'm just playing the bass, so who cares? <laughs> Nobody's going to know the difference. No. Let's play zeros. To say that you're just playing the bass is pretty far off the mark. I right. think. Oh, well, thank you, but thank you. <laughs> we got video to proof. I appreciate we have it. proof. Yeah. It sucks. I really, I'm really torn and I don't know what to do about playing guitar or bass. Cause like, I do not like running bass tracks, but I, and I also really want to play guitar, but I also feel like the I I feel like it's fun to do creative things on the bass as well. Yeah. So it's really I don't, I just don't know what what where we're gonna go, which direction. But you know, I think uh, uh, guitar and having two guitars um, is a great thing, um, but you're basically complementing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas on on bass, you know, you're you've got your thing. You yeah. know, guitar's got their thing, drums got their thing. You know, yeah. Um, but you know, it goes either way. Yeah, you just uh, you get you uh, an octaver, you know, to pitch up. Yeah. So you play bass, but you still get some of those guitar tones in there, right? Yes. Let me get like a eight string bass and have just four of them. Just get a nine strings. string guitar. You'll have the guitar on the bottom. You have the bass. Or let me just get and big hands. Getty Lee style, like some bass notes down. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, some pedals. And I have that would be fucking really hard actually. Yeah, <laughs> while you're playing guitar. But yeah, no thanks. Then yeah, you gotta but... stop mid song and do some keys, and you gotta sing the whole time too. Yeah. Right. Dude, he's amazing. Yeah, man, you got these guys. You saw them like not too long ago, right? Yeah, it was a year a, ago. Our forty tour, a few years ago, maybe. Oh, was that's it? awesome. I think it was twenty fifteen. Maybe. Yeah, I'm jealous. 20. Like now, it was nuts. No, it was amazing. You'll, yeah, I feel like I really missed because I was never really into Rush until hanging around you guys a little bit, and I'm still not like a huge Rush fan, but man, I respect them so much yeah same and I've n- i never got to see them either but and i kicking myself now obviously <clears throat> do you think mm-hmm. they're gonna tour at all or does anyone know i don't, I don't think, think they'd be so. done yeah, really? i don't I think, think so. so i think uh alex lifeslin has arthritis so bad it hurts him to play oh wow so i mean Damn. he's done some recording <clears throat> stuff here and there after they called it quits but and uh 
think that um, uh, Neil Peart is kind of getting in the same way. I think that he's just Getty, not Getty Lee. Getty Lee. Yeah. Neil passed away. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he yeah. just did pass yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just recently. I, yeah, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So yeah. Yeah, dude. When you're saying that, I was like. Am I thinking the wrong fucking guy? I just no, <laughs> no, that's my bad. I just, I just thought you were going, dude. He's a Lee. he's a legend that lives forever in my mind. Joke, so dude. I just yeah. no, I'm I'm just yeah, a you were idiot. like Neil Peart. Well, you know, he's not gonna be drumming too well. <laughs> no, I thought yeah. that's where you were. I thought that's what you were about to say. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even do that because I love him so much. Yeah, they're they they seem very like I know they're appreciated, <laughs> but they seem for what they are, they seem very underappreciated for how good they are because like i'd agree with that when i grew up like i didn't know about rush i didn't really know about rush until like really i started hanging out with you guys and i'm like whoa this band is like way was way ahead of their time and the things they were doing and like just progressive and like they just don't get like why didn't i know about them why weren't they one of the biggest names because they certainly deserved it the do Canadian think, man, do, do you oh, think? Oh, well, fuck them! Yeah, <laughs> says they got flip top heads, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, do you think that? I mean, we maybe we all take it for granted now that we can hear how brilliant they are, but maybe a lot of people just can't hear it. Maybe their ear yeah. isn't trained enough That's, to hear it. Oh yeah, definitely could be. Like I think that was me back because I remember Rush being a thing. But I never listened to them a lot when I was growing up. And I don't think I realized just the complexity of it. I couldn't grasp it. Well, I I think if you you compare them to their their progressive peers at the time. So you had Kansas, you had Styx, you had... uh, Trying to think of some of the other ones then. Uh, and, And... while they were all in the same vein, none of them sounded like Rush. I think Rush yeah. sound sounds more contemporary today than they did then. Yeah, you know for sure. Um, and and maybe that's maybe that's their their influence, and not so much that they were ahead of their time. But I kind of like to think they were ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sad to think some people I listen to music with in the car, like like um a family member or something i don't know but some people like i'll be playing music just in the background like they don't like it they don't like say this sucks or anything but like a lot of people just don't understand that if you can't really like just bob along to it that it's good like they think that makes it bad and that sucks and that might have been part of rush's problem people are just like this isn't this isn't like, it steady enough. It doesn't feel yeah. Right. It doesn't have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> but uh, they also like experimented a lot with kind of different sounds, and I feel like, like especially when they brought in like the keyboards a lot more, and almost mm-hmm. they almost kind of went like eighties like new wave right? type. Like they they alienated a lot of people. Sorry, I'm sorry. That was me, huh? I need to take that out of my pocket. <laughs> that's crazy oh wow that's bad that's a emf electronic <laughs> motherfucker <you> <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Has that been me the whole time? I mean, it's been my uh, I don't know. But... We've got we've got phones laying around, but that oh. was definitely the loudest. Yeah, you ruined it, man. <laughs> you threw the whole uh, thing. We start over. We gotta start it. over. Yeah, yeah, start over. Redo. Oh man, yeah. This has been great. Thank you guys. Yeah, it's a good time. Totally. So, we got you three back in the same room. So, what's next? Um, probably a lot of Tracy and the Time Traveler stuff. <laughs> um, we really need to start practicing explosion stuff, probably. Yeah. yeah. And I want to be ready. If a show presents itself, I want to be ready <laughs> to play, because right now, we're not. We haven't played, I don't think, since that show last summer. Last summer. Yeah. 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 So that sounds so terrible saying it out loud. If we can <laughs> if we can we just need to make ourselves do it. And hopefully we can play some shows. Probably you, you can catch us probably playing with Tracy a lot, playing cover songs, and that's fun too. Um so it's such a different world, but you know, I, I absolutely hate learning covers, but I always gain something new from learning somebody else's song. Yeah. Dude, for yeah. sure. Oh, man. This song, what is it? Uh, what's the one with the slap bass? Oh, oh. Promise of Promises. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. Naked Eyes. That. Yeah, that's a good Most song. Most of these covers is like this. is boring <laughs> bass stuff, but that, <laughs> that song on bass, that that's really cool like, that pushed me, and that was that was a good thing, so... Like they can, they can be very beneficial. Really can, and it it uh, it helps push. Like whenever I'm stuck in a funk, kind of push me in a in a new direction as yep. far as learning or learning, and then inspiring me. That and new gear. I tend to favor buying new gear instead of learning somebody else's shit. But <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Come on. <laughs> you guys have a ton of gear, by the way. Yeah. What uh, is going on around here? Is this all you guys' stuff? Not all of it, no. Not all of it. What is happening? Uh, in this room, this is crazy. most of it. <laughs> well, yeah. who's, who's drum kids are these? Uh, uh, Zach's, I, I, Colby's, I mean, who's, who's and Quentin's girlfriend, Callie's. Sweet. They needed a place to stash stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like your rack. I always wanted to have a drum rack. I think. Yeah, you can um, just do. It's you great so until much you more have set up things. <laughs> I didn't mean I wouldn't want to it's, move it around. What you were talking about earlier about um, being able to tear it down and set it up and having everything be consistent—that's that. Yeah, definitely. It's just right there. Yeah, yeah, that definitely does it for me. It's just a lot harder to move around than I anticipated. Man, you have a remote I had too. That's cool yeah i'm Those stupid i want to play I'm that stupid. really bad <laughs> no yeah i want one of those like now i'm like oh i want another one for the other side yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it's never enough. it never ends it yeah. never ends i don't know no those are great really more and more dude i really want to go electric electronic yeah rather dude the newer ones are so nice i yeah. know right they're they're reliable now like you don't yeah. have shit like shorten out on you while you're trying to play latency yeah. is down you yeah. know what i mean and you know when you put on the headphones and like you sound like you're in a stadium or something yeah. there's just something exactly like i love the idea now matt is probably not going to agree with me on this too much i love the idea of not having to take a single amp yeah just going everything direct oh I, not having to not have just vocal mics that's it I don't, like a dream. Dream. I don't have a problem with it. My my yeah. problem is the 
I know it's like, not like quite the same. Like, well, but. that and like we've talked, the the venues that we play at the level that we play mm. do not support. Yeah, that's the problem. They, yeah. Right. Uh, and we've talked about it a couple of different times. We plan on doing a video where we set up the full PA, you know, subs, everything, and then break them down and go without cabs. And, you know, we'll just run through songs um, and then go from full PA down to, you know, 215 cabs and down to like the smallest bar that's got the 115 cabs, yeah. you know. And, you know, this because nobody ever talks about that. You know, everybody talks about, you know, running their stuff direct and, you know, they're selling all their cabs and shit like that. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, you need to keep cabs on standby because you yeah. go into a little bar that those speakers are only there to run vocals through. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, yeah. And I've, that's going to sound like dog shit. Yeah, you'd have to hit a certain level to really... To do that I right. Could, I know. remember Periphery talking about how, like, when they first started switching over to, like, Axe Effects and, like, just running direct, like... Even at third level, they would talk about some venues like not quite being enough to like, yeah, for it to sound right. You know, you know, some of it has to do with the you know the guy running sound. I mean, it, it, that would help too if you had your own guy to yeah, to sure. take over front of house and know how to mix you in those those smaller yeah setups. But uh, uh, and then you know Quentin just got a hell of a deal on that, and he just loves the fact that he has a big Ampeg. Eight by ten. Oh so. man, I never want to haul one around ever again. <laughs> no, I know ever. it sounds amazing. Yeah. It does, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bastard to haul around. Yeah, I, I see bands. I don't know if you've heard of Chon. Yeah, but I love them. Sometimes uh, at a few shows I've seen of of theirs, they'll just have like a a really nice little like one twelve combo amp, something really nice. They like the tone on. It's like that'd be nice, just yeah. carrying that on stage and. Then at least you have the sound you want without having the yeah. the guy at the board trying to do any mixing at all. I, I guess Amplis, you would still go through a, a head, right? Is that what you're saying? No. Not no. necessarily? No. No, it would run direct out of the Helix. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in, a, in an absolutely perfect world, that, that impulse response right there, yeah. I, I would not have the, the full Helix. Yeah. I just have either the Helix rack that would fit in the rack or just get the stomp that's about this big. Um, because all my channel switching is now done over MIDI. So I don't have to step on anything. Yeah. You know, and just have it in that rack, run a line to the PA and done. Yeah. You know, that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Okay. No but, you know, you plug into some shit PAs. So. Yeah. Plus, like, there's something to say about having a little bit of sound behind you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That stage volume. Yeah. Like it's... if your monitor fucks up or or you start yeah. playing the mix isn't quite right, like you at least have the standby of being able to walk back by your amp and and be able to hear it a little bit. Yeah, it, it, if you don't have that, that might be scary. What What's funny is once you reach that level where you don't have to worry about having cabs or anything like that uh -huh. that's the level where you have a fucking crew and you can have a wall of cabs yeah you know what i mean yeah that's I true mean, the the idea <laughs> of quick and easy setup is for the the small tier bands that's going to drop in as, as the second band needs to get on and get off you know yeah. yeah but then you're playing in a venue that really can't handle all that shit through the pa so it it's yeah. catch 22 and it's one of those things like i said <clears throat> nobody talks about 
Yeah. You know, and I think, I think, you know, these people that are, that are getting rid of their rigs, now granted they're investing in probably better sounding in-ears than I got. Um, Quentin and I use the bare bones. I mean, it works. It does not sound good in our ears. Um, you know, so maybe in their mind, you know, they've got good ones and it it sounds fucking great in your ears. I'm telling you right now, if, if the PA is a couple of 215 monitors and 215 with horn cabs, it's not going to sound that good. Right. It's just not. Technology. I think everybody should just show up to the venue and get some really nice fucking headphones. Pretty soon, we're just all going to have implants. Dude. We're all going to have neural, yeah. neural links. Dude, you, honestly, it. everybody's just going to be setting up in their own fucking practice room and live streaming. Yeah. Have which you, will be sad. Have you guys seen the fucking... Some foreign concert where it was like at some EDM, like, uh, solo artist guy, and everyone had headphones... And, no. they, and the music was coming through everyone in headphones and they were raving and stuff and it's just like so everyone's like, dancing and there's no music it's like beat shuffling and stuff and like people are just going crazy and there's fucking no music it's <laughs> and maybe it's fake but they all had headphones on and it was like this is amazing fucking bluetooth <laughs> so awesome <laughs> yeah that's crazy that's awesome yep that reminds me of my uh one of my favorite music videos. Um, it's the Prodigy. Uh, I want to say it's Baby's Got a Temper, something like that. Anyway, they're set up on the stage and they're they're singing to a full crowd of cows. <laughs> Fucking amazing! Yeah, I absolutely love that video. <laughs> See, you could do that video, that video around here, yeah. right? <sighs> I was going to use what you got. What I what I wanted to do. So back when Dink was still a thing, mm-hmm. we had that uh, we had that song Westboro Hate Machine. I remember that name for yeah. some reason. So anyway, I wanted to do a video themed like that, except I wanted it all to be sheep, and then we'd have somebody dressed up like a fucking wolf rolling through the the crowd, and that was kind of dude. That would have been cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if I could play it and sing it at the same time, we'd do it, but. That one's kind of hard. Plus, I can't. I don't think I'll ever scream like like Jake Gill screamed. Really? That guy could scream. Yeah, I only saw you guys one time at the booth. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah. Yeah, same. That was fun. I think that was the only time I ever saw Dink too. Oh. Dink. 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 Reminds me of Doug Funny. You guys ever watched Doug? <laughs> you guys might be a little no. too old for Doug. <laughs> Maybe. Mr. Dink. Every time, every time I see, every time I hear about that your band, I'm like, I always think Mr. of Doug, the show. Is that his neighbor? Worst cartoon, yeah. Mr. You know Dink. what's funny is, oh, I think, the cartoon, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I, I do know that. About. Yeah. yeah, I think, uh, I think Jake actually suggested Dink, but it was like D I N K, like Dink, <laughs> actual <laughs> Dink. Yeah, Jake Gildin. No, no, my your brother, my brother. Jake. Yeah, when he when he drummed for us Dink. for the the two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and. uh that was already taken. And so, so then we started tossing things around. That's how we got to the D ink. And so it was like, <laughs> okay, so what's the D stand for? And so we're in wow. dissonance. That's how, that's how you came up with that. Yeah. It started as dink and became dissonance incorporated. Yeah. 
That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny I really because I thought it was the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> what was funny is I, I think somewhere along the way, um, one of the the Google definitions of D I N K was a was a whale's pecker. <laughs> but, but somebody there was a band that was like a a punk band that was already called Dink. So yeah, we kind of reworked it. Yeah, that's funny because remember Ian um, Blair mm-hmm. and Cameron Case. We had a few practices for a black metal band that I was playing drums for, <laughs> and we were supposed to be called. It was like we were sick, and that was like Russian for whale penis. <laughs> So, dude, I've been in a band named after Will Penis as well. <laughs> so now we just need to find the sister band, wow. San Diego. <laughs> what does that mean? What is that? Will's Vagina. Are you serious? Okay, wait, why do you two know that? <laughs> Have you seen it's Anchorman? Movie yes, but not in a long Might time. Might want to watch it again. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes sense. Matt like, is the king of obscure up? movie references. I will <laughs> yeah. attest to that. I've learned that listening to the podcast. <laughs> you know, they say if you're going to be good at something, be really good at it. Be good at something that can really do nothing for you in life. <laughs> One of these days, I'm getting on, uh, what is it, Pop Culture Jeopardy? Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm waiting until that. Mark McGrath dies though, because that fucker will kill me. <laughs> that dude, no, yeah. You have to go against him. I don't know. Dude. He's the one that was always like on Sugar it. Ray, Mark McGrath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a bad guy in Joker too. There's a movie reference for it. Such such an unfortunate movie. I I've never watched it. He was in one of the Sharknados. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, three Dude. or whatever when they went to New York. Uh, <laughs> you know what, man? That would be pretty sweet if you were just a B movie star. Really? I mean, because you know y- that would be fun, wouldn't you, it? Uh, no, yeah. not a whole lot of pressure. No, yeah, yeah no. Like, it does not have to be great. Yeah. You can't, if you can read your fucking line, you're good. <laughs> yeah, stumble Almost. out of your trailer half drunk. Like, oh my god, look at the size of that dink. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, it's find a San Diego. <laughs> It's time for Operation Santiago. <laughs> it's coming right at us. Oh, looks like somebody peeled an avocado. <laughs> Do you think, think anyone's actual dream was to be a B movie actor, a successful? <laughs> just me. I think it's just me. <laughs> I was wondering if people really, because I'm, I'm sure there's people that really would like to be like a third string quarterback and not really. Yeah, like never have to play. Cool that, yeah, no, uh, no pressure, just a paycheck. Just get yeah. uh, a good paycheck too. Yeah, and you get you get to keep your fitness level up. You know. That yeah. I can kind of get, but uh, yeah. a B movie actor <laughs> <just> seems crazy. <laughs> Although, okay, you guys should watch Murder Party sometime on Netflix. Murder Party. Murder Party. Yeah, right. speaking of B movies that are surprisingly we'll, really we'll put funny. It on my list. Yes, put on your list. <laughs> watch it. I got a list started. It's like the nice. like cheesiest looking like it looks like a nineties horror movie, but it was made in like two thousand seven. And it's just like not very good quality, but man, like it's funny. It's really funny. And I was surprised that I was laughing not just at how bad it was, but like I was actually laughing at their like the writing. It is a diamond in the rough. <laughs> 
Nice. I wonder why it kept popping up on my Netflix. Like, I'm not. I don't want to watch this shit. What is this? Dude, sometimes you gotta trust that algorithm. Yeah, Yeah. it really does. It really does know you. (laughs) Alex shares my Netflix, so it like fucking throws everything into chaos. (laughs) Yeah, like I can't. It's not for me anymore. It's for us and hit or miss. Joe Dirt Two probably pops up a lot. Probably, yeah. Another dream job, I think, would be to be like the the audiobook guy that reads. Yeah, that reads the audiobooks. Oh, I would totally do that. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, me a lot too. of them. Uh, at least uh, like your your bestsellers and stuff like that are actual actors now. Yeah, now. But you know, I'm sure you could get that straight to paperback. You know. Yeah, may I? Maybe I should just those 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 dollar audibles. So, yeah, I just uh, start going around recording people's self-published works, and, yeah, then, there you and go. then and then trying to Ex- work. Except you there. should read them like this the whole <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I should read them with a lisp. It was it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Because <laughs> I totally <laughs> like yeah, thing. I've got a I've got a daughter daughter that just turned two. So and she uh, first thing in the morning she's like, uh, Daddy, uh, read. Daddy, uh, read book, read book. So I'm like, all right, let's read 10,000 books. Great. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, it's great. But so, you know, different characters have different voices, you know. It's like, oh, whoa, where are you going with my banana? Or what, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. So you try to act it out for, you know, and I just have a lot of fun with that. Dude, like where totally... the fuck are you going with that banana? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? I thought you were talking about the stories you're reading to your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I I jump tracks. It is nature. I mean I sorry, I just I don't know. Uh (laughs) if you uh there's a video of of a of a macaque eating a banana. And someone voiced, oh, yes. did a voiceover yes, okay. of it. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, I love it. Like, give me that fucking banana. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. like, I can't believe I've forgotten about that. Like Tony, Tony Baker. Oh, it's so God. good. I laugh. I don't know, it? but I think that's him. I laugh, I laugh every, every time. time. Yeah, that's, I, it's hilarious. He probably first saw that like two or three years ago, and I laugh every time. <laughs> He's the one that did the cram. With the Rams, have you seen it? Where they're like, yeah. putting his, like cram. Yeah. Cram. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking sounds so stupid, but man, it's funny. I walk into a room with Tracy laughing 47 times a week, and it's, <laughs> it's always his Instagram page, and it's always an animal doing something. Dude, she, she sent me a link to his Instagram page, and that was it. And I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, she must really like this guy. She's just sending everybody, like, Support this guy. She loves it. <laughs> not, what's the guy's name? Because I need to follow. Yeah, him. I think his I think his Instagram is like Tony Baker Comedy. Yeah, Tony Baker. And he just All does right. voiceovers of like yeah videos, just like that monkey one. Yeah, he it's might be the one that great. did the monkey one. Maybe. I don't but know. when you were talking about reading your daughter, it made me think of whatever podcast it was when you were talking about reading Harry Potter with your son. Yeah, remember I don't that? even remember talking about that on the podcast, but yeah, man, that was so sweet. <laughs> was, I, literally i i remember i was in the brahms drive-thru on my lunch and i was listening to that in my car and i was like damn this is a beautiful story he's telling <laughs> it's a beautiful memory that i have I love it to is share great it, so. man it's yeah. like it's one of the it was very touching i thought 
and it was weird because like it was probably chaos like a minute before that on whatever was going on the podcast and i was like whoa this is really putting me on a Man, a roller coaster thanks. of emotions. <laughs> Shoot, well, uh, you know, it was great. again, man. Thank, thank you for listening to the podcast oh, for one, I love and, it. and thank you for that sentiment. I mean, it's a, that's the cool thing about having kids. I mean, just you see, you see them, yeah, their personalities grow, and yeah. And I don't yeah, think that would amazing. I don't think you talking about that would have affected me before I had a kid, but now I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I you totally relate to that. that. Yeah. yeah. So, we just got my kid a puppy. She's been asking for like three years, so now I got a damn dog in the house. <laughs> I've been telling you for three years. <laughs> damn dirty yeah. dog. I know. Is that, every time there's a cat on Facebook, Matt's like, you should get her a dog. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a dog guy, but I like this dog a lot more than the cats so far. Cool. But she's like this big. She really looks like a corgi. She does, Aww. for sure. But she's cute. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, how do you train a dog? Megan, Google it. Just take it outside (laughs) a lot when it's a puppy. What's her name? Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) I want to call her Uncle Jesse. You just named her Jesse, which thank God. I thought it was going to be some crazy name. Tricycle Rainbow? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) And luckily I was just like, yeah, perfect. Jesse, thank you for giving her a normal name. But, uh. Uncle Should have named her ex Ash Archangel Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude is, that, dude, is that how that's actually said? Yeah, yeah. Oh, are they gonna let him do that? I, s- I don't know. I saw something off the bat, and everybody, this guy was like, "Chill." Like, it's spelled like that, but it's pronounced Xavier. He named his kid Xavier, and I was really? like, "Okay, that's weird," but like, at least that's something easy to say. Yeah. And then he went on Joe Rogan's podcast, yeah. and like. He, no, it's like it's X what you X said. It's yeah. like twelve. Like what, dude? Is he it? seems for being like an eccentric billionaire. Probably I don't know how much money he's worth, but he seems like very like pretty cool, like fairly normal. Like he can laugh at memes and stuff. He doesn't seem like your typical guy with that amount of like power and money. So I thought that was a weird thing that he was going to name his kid that. Yeah, because he. Seems... I thought what I thought was weird is he said that uh, the kid's mom is the one that came up with the ex Ash. Oh, really? Yeah, part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He Dude. added some part of it just because of like a, a yeah, the Archangel jet. project that yeah. came up with the SR seventy one Blackbird well, or something. If he listened to Five Finger Death Punch, he would have beat her for that. <laughs> but luckily, he doesn't. So he owns stock in Affliction. <laughs> Oh, man. affliction. It's weird. You just just said, like, oh, man, he sounds like he's down to earth. Someone, like, literally right before this podcast tried to convince me that he is, like, so off the rails that he's, like, crazy and just, like, losing his mind. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, why? He's like, what are you basing that off of? Like, I don't understand. I don't know that much about it. I don't don't either. From what I've seen, I think he seems like pretty self-aware like he's he could be a guy you could like talk to a little bit yeah he seems he's, oh, nice he's weird he's weird yeah he's, like, weird. No, he's he's out there but he was on a pewdiepie video did you see that uh-uh. he was on a meme review video and they were reviewing memes and he was just like laughing his ass off these dumb like deep like inside joke memes and i was like that's when i realized like okay he's he's pretty cool i think <laughs> i mean at least he's like fairly normal he's not as awkward as most of those guys are. Yeah. 
So I like how he's really, um, like he's really measured. Like he, like somebody will ask him a question and he'll just stop talking. He'll just stop talking and sit there, and then he'll like, <clears throat> like he doesn't. He'll process it for a second. Yeah, yeah. it's he'll that, do the exact opposite of what I do. Yeah, when I'm talking, that's on how podcast. I feel. I'm just like you know, somebody stop talking, so I gotta say something. Right. But yeah. Like it's kind of you know that you're getting an answer that is like well thought out from yeah. him. I see a lot of people hate him online, and I don't know if that's just because he's at that level of fame where people just think he's a, a huge asshole, or if there's something to that. But like every time I see the Wizard of the Bruiser Facebook, people talk about him on there sometimes, and there'll be tons of comments of people like. Yeah, too bad he's a fucking asshole. He did, he did this and this and whatever. I don't even know what it is, but I don't know what's yeah. true. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But it um, seems like every person, if you say anything about anyone these days, about a celebrity that you admire, people are going to be like, this person's trash and here's why. Yeah, yeah. It's like they supported this cause like in 2005 that 10 years later... They realize it was right. Scared. He did this one know, thing, you know? this one yeah. time, and therefore, you know, it's just not forgiven us. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually totally read, down. I'll actually like read into it if somebody says he's trash and here's why. But like most of them are just like he's trash. Yeah, right, that's true. right. And you're like, man, that okay, but but why? why? Yeah. Explain, please. Right. They're like he. Oh yeah, I saw a lot of people saying like he could be spending this money on like helping our earth and instead he's like wasting money like trying to figure out how to get into space and it's like fuck off like you could say that about everything yeah you could say fuck you for like buying that hat because you could have donated that you don't need to wear a hat so why'd you spend your money like you could say that about anything i i mean i i really the the more that I've listened to different intelligent people, there's some people that think that the only chance for the human race to survive is to get off this planet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now, I don't know if that's really what Elon Musk believes, but I do think at the very least he said like, you know, humans have to do big things again. Yeah. We have to have big projects. We need, we need, like we need that. something that inspires. So maybe it's like, maybe he doesn't really think that we need, need to get to Mars, but maybe he just thinks that humanity needs a kick in the ass to tackle a big thing that will give us some insight to do the next big thing to where, you know, that just, yeah, I totally agree. What happens if we stop yeah. progressing? Right. Somebody has to be, well, what, what, what we do is we, we progress to a point. And then we exploit that mm-hmm. until the next yeah. big thing. I mean, that's that's where we are with when the we, internet. When we ruin Mars, and then what? <laughs> no, yeah, we yeah. won't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, just the, the internet. Uh, God love it is at the same time probably the one of the worst things there is, um, and it was great when it came out. Now it's been exploited. So we need we need something else. You know, that was that that was its own little revolution. Now we we need to move forward with something else. I don't know what. Let's start. San Diego. Yes. Yes. San Diego. San Diego. Let's start (laughs) playing music again.
Let's do everybody. It. Let's start having these kids learn some instruments. Yes. Yeah. Recorders. Guess the damn internet. How old do I sound? I don't care. I don't care anymore. That's what I say to you every night. I don't care about your games. You're going to learn a darn instrument and get the sax out. And she gets the sax out and we try to. And don't play know, it like me. I don't me. know how to play it so I can't teach her, but you know, my heart's in the right place. So, no, we don't have internet. She's really falling behind on her schoolwork. I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm suddenly tired. I'm just like, this happens on our podcast too. By the end, I'm like, oh. Just imagine if I we could have got him drinking. Jesus. Uh, I okay. You might not believe this, but I only drink White Claw. Really? Yeah. Really? I've never I had don't, a White Claw. I don't drink. I really don't drink. And Megan, I bought Megan some White Claws, and I tried a couple. I'm like, I think I could drink this. Yeah. Because I, good. I've just never developed a taste for anything. I hate almost everything, alcoholic. That That's probably alcohol. a good, good way to be. Yeah, yeah. Yukon so Jack, like, uh, margaritas. <laughs> really, Yukon <laughs> Jack margaritas? Yeah, they're not as they don't, they won't hit you as hard as margaritas because they're just a malted beverage, but they taste like margaritas. Wow. Yeah. I, I put a twelve. Sounds I horrible. could. Yukon Jack's a hundred proof. No, so. no, not the. Oh, that's a yeah. You're so drunk, aren't you? I'm getting there. <laughs> what? It's not. Uh, so if it's not Yukon Jack, um, Cayman Jack. Cayman oh, Jack. oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Cayman Jack, Jack Morning. Further south, <laughs> Yukon's up north. <laughs> the Cayman yeah. Islands are down okay. south. Okay, all right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Yuk- Yukon Yukon Jack is like Yukon yeah. Jack is like the Mountain uh, Dew of whiskey. I get it now. You shouldn't be drinking that. It's gross. <sighs> Look at all those bottle caps. I know. I know. <laughs> I got a full <laughs> deck of cards so over sorry. here. I got a full hand. Hmm. A full you hand should. of what? Uh, you see absolute. Yeah. No, I got a pair of oh. eights. I got a pair of eights tonight. Oh, you guys actually play with us? <laughs> no, but now I'm thinking we should. Yeah. yeah. I, I Get think a full we, 52 deck. That'd I, be awesome. That's, I was just saying earlier, I, that's I, my goal. I want to yeah. get a you full know, deck. We, we be get rid of our caps. We plan on f- at least five beers <laughs> during a podcast. Yeah. And then we see where we end up. I've got a pair of eights. I so. would play poker. You guys like poker at all? I like poker, but I play it very rarely. Me I, too. But I like it a lot. Dude, doing this podcast makes me every time that we got we get together, I'm just like, why don't we hang out more? I love you guys so much. I know. I feel like, the same way. We yeah. should. Uh, and it even looks like a poker <clears throat> poker table. We should do some a poker night every now and then. Yeah, totally. That'd be cool. Like, has, to teach has, me. has this um, has the virus made you guys like think like, man, I'm not gonna take hanging out with my friends for granted again because this has never happened before. So yeah. we never had that feeling of like, you know, what if I couldn't see anybody for a month or two or, or something like that. But now I keep thinking like, man, I'm going to do so much more with people now. And I don't know how long that's going to last, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, I'm still working. So <laughs> yeah, I'm still working too, but um, you know, like I'm luckily, I like, wash my hands more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I my, do too. my parents are uh, 75 and 73. And they're still, thankfully, still with us and, like, actually really healthy. Um, But uh, my dad does have kind of uh, had to have 
part of one lung removed. So he's kind oh. of compromised, like when it comes to respiratory yeah. things. So when this all came about, like I really like made a strong effort to not go around my dad mm-hmm. or my, or my mom, you know, because she gets it, then he'll get it, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so yeah. uh, that is what really got in my mind. It's like, man, you know, like it's weird. My, you know, my daughter, both my daughters, like, like we want to see grandma and grandpa. It's like, well, we can't see grandma and grandpa right Isn't now. It's strange. You call them, you know. Forcing yourself to not see a loved one right. out of love. Yes, yes. What a it, weird thing. It is. It, 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 that's that's what really, uh, out of the whole thing, was the most kind of strange to me. My yeah. uh, my grandma is down at the nursing home, so she's, oh, yeah. she's a block from me. She'll be 100 in a few days. Oh, wow. Damn. That's amazing. But I haven't, you know, haven't, haven't got to go see her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I probably could. I think they'll let you see her through the door, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're being pretty strict. Yeah. I think still with the nursing home. But yeah, she'll be a hundred in a few days. That's awesome. You got that good blood in you. You might yeah. live to be a hundred. You yeah. quit drinking though. I don't Those know. Dirty old drink. beers. Yep. You gotta get yeah. the whole deck. And Fun then fact. Drinking. Fun fact. She used to uh, during prohibition. She used to uh, run moonshine across the Missouri <laughs> oh border. Really? Yeah. That's Whoa. amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Is there any... No, probably not. This is a dumbass question. I need to stop talking. <laughs> Never mind. No, give no. it to us. No, dude. Is there you, anyone you that was alive that. in the 1800s left? That would be crazy. They'd have to be 120 years old. Right? I don't think so. Um, I don't, I Why think wasn't that, it a big deal when the last person from the 1800s died? Man, I don't know if that's true. I think that there is someone over 120 years old. Really? I, I think so. I thought there was a Chinese lady... Who was like? I don't know if they could verify it though. I well, think I guess it's like my question wasn't her. so stupid. No, no, you're welcome. I want <laughs> to. I'm. I'm totally. Don't like check this. Don't take this for truth because I think I'm pulling this out of my ass. But I think I heard that the oldest person on record was something like 128 years old. Wow. Jesus, that is a long. What time. do you do? Yeah, for those last like 40 years. <laughs> Just fuck bitches. Thank God for modern science. I'm sorry. That was just purely that, for the laugh. The reason you can do that shower towel lifts. Power towels. <laughs> Into your 90s. <laughs> wow. Uh, this has gone some places. I love it. Yeah. This is pretty tame. We didn't drink whiskey. You guys should have. <laughs> Next time. No, I Maybe just so. you two, and, but not us. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Since I've always, I used to have a lot of house parties, but I never have. Basically, by the time I was 21, I, I had stopped drinking. And um, <clears throat> so I had tons of house parties before my daughter was born. And I never drank. So it was just like me babysitting a house full of drunk people around my own shit, which seems really stupid. And uh, it was really stupid. What am I What am I getting at? I don't know. Oh, I bet really you're a popular too. guy, though. <laughs> I was just thinking about, like, I was just thinking about if you guys are drinking whiskey, like, how it's been a while since I've been like the sober guy around really drunk people 
and how weird that is. But I don't know what the fuck my point is. <laughs> I have no you point. Still be fine. There's no point. Yeah. So that's Good. all right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I well, well, I just uh, I just ruined it. So Zach <laughs> so said something really funny, and then I just start talking. It was good. I'm still talking. No, it's great. It was funny. <laughs> it I wasn't it. funny though. It wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting mad at you. Like why? Uh, why would you? <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here, goddammit. <laughs> man, you guys are nice. Thank you for having us. No, yeah, thank you for being much. here, man. Why don't you it, guys tell so everyone <laughs> where they can find Flosion online and, and the podcast and the podcast? Strange days. Strange days. Um, you can search Facebook for Flosion, and there's a page there. I think we have a Bandcamp as well. Search Flosion. There's a couple like real, real bad quality demos there. <clears throat> um, if you want to find Strange Days podcast, just just search for uh, Strange Days under People on SoundCloud, or exclusively on SoundCloud. It's a, it's a, it's a licensing thing. No, it's not. We don't know how to get our podcast in other places. Anyway, look uh, look for us on pod- on uh, SoundCloud and um, look for us on Facebook. Go like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash strangedayspodcast, um, youtube.com slash alexm141. That's where you can watch our ghost hunting videos. Um, youtube.com slash evgamer. That's my kid's gaming channel. Yeah, shout out to Evie. Yeah, shout out. And... Um, what else? That's it. That's see, it. Uh, There's live, a live flosion on Still Point Visions YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. There, there, yeah, there is a uh, there, there is a special um, <clears throat> Strange Days case over at uh, Jack's Car Barn on YouTube. Right. Yes, that's where right. They, where they track down the Disco Demon with oh the help of Bob God. Valentine. I love that video so much. <laughs> Think, I think we might need to have Bob Valentine in here on the podcast. You're damn right. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right, guys. Well, I thank you very much for being here. It's always wonderful to hang out with you guys. I'm glad we could do it and uh, record it for other people to hopefully vicariously <laughs> enjoy the time, too. Good, good luck to them. Good luck making it through this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely with you all through this coronavirus uh, stuff. We're in this together. So, uh Thank you for checking out Off the Edge Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, on Spotify, on uh, Google Podcasts. There's probably some other platforms I'm forgetting. But uh, please do subscribe. And on YouTube, you can click that little bell icon to get notified for new episodes. And uh, leave us feedback. We will uh, look at it and respond. You know, or, uh, yeah, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll respond too. Yeah, Alex will do it too. I'll be like, your criticism it. wasn't good enough. I'll criticize your criticism. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is such a postmodern <laughs> take. <laughs> oh. Anyways, all right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. We're out of here. Bye. 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 As promised, here is a live recording of Flosion, and please forgive me if I mispronounce the name of this song. It's Enchiridion.